You're not listening to the people. I think you're overdue. They're saying that they can't even hear you because you're blasting the mic out. <laughs> Gosh. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. You've got a real attitude problem, McFly. You're a slacker. Um, maybe you need a timeout. Welcome to the Luke and Rory podcast. Here are two guys, knuckleheads if you may, who jump in front of a camera and do a Facebook Live show. You know, it's exciting. They have decided to take that Facebook Live show and put it into a podcast. Oh, good for you. Why? Because can you really get enough of Luke and Rory? Ah, you good one. Meet Luke Weaver, who's known for his dead sexy hair. You are an awful man. You are truly a disappointment to his own. Meet Rory Pitts, who's never found an apple cup he can't be disappointed about. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. Two guys who went to the same high school, love the same music, love sports, love movies, and love their families. Look at these clowns and pig monkeys. All right. Looks like the boys are caffeinated and ready to go. I'm gonna get some coffee. You want some coffee? That's enough nonsense. Now let's join the show. Sound good? Really? You you want to keep it light today? Mm. <laughs> Do you know what the date is today? I'm well aware. You know what? I, we're just gonna get the show started. Normally we just get the uh, the brew hey, hall going. How's everyone doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome. Morning. Welcome to December my 38th, hair? My hair 2020. Right? We have not. You know, you all thought that we did the old uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day last week, but the funny thing is, the Mayans had predicted <laughs> that that actually we're going to continue. So we're still we're on December thirty eighth of twenty twenty. Oh, good morning, everybody. Dude, Welcome my, to the Luke and Rory. My favorite comment of the morning was was Conklin. He says, "I'd like to cancel my subscription to twenty twenty one. I've done the free free seven day trial, and I'm not interested." <laughs> That's the good one right there. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Luke and Rory show. I'm not Luke. He's not Rory. We if you a... can't figure out that, then maybe you should go back to first grade math. We are a figment of your imagination. Beller, Joey Long, what's up, uh, I'm going to flat out tell you guys right now, I've been instructed by the producers of the show and actually upper management and our shareholders Crap my coffee. that uh, i got to keep it light today. I don't know if that's going to happen. I said I'm going to keep it light. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm uh, I'm actually looking forward to unpacking this because there's a lot to it. Um, yeah, and, and ultimately, I'm and not you, as angry as you are. Well, I'm not. I'm. We'll get into it. I, yeah. I don't think you're. I I'm angry, but I don't think I'm angry. I don't think I'm angry for the reasons that you think. Okay. And so that's, fair. Um, that's what I'm excited to unpack today. Um, but I think before we uh, before we go down that road, because I'm sure everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion about what happened yesterday. Uh, Unfortunately, let's... we don't want to hear them. Yeah, um, we just want. Oh, you want to hear my opinion? <laughs> I just trust me. Tell you ours. It's kind of funny. <sighs> the hypocrisy of me. Okay. My... Oh yeah. You so, drip with it, Doc Holiday, dude. <laughs> my boy Doc Holiday. My hypocrisy knows no bounds. <laughs> it's so funny. Anything I was seeing yesterday, I was like, yeah, I don't care what you think. Like, what made you think that I care what you think? But then I got to think it too. I'm like, what made people, what made people, what made me think that people wanted to hear from me on every Thursday morning? <laughs> and yet here I go. So. Oh, Ed Keeley, that's not true. 
And Ed, if you would actually hang Ed, out with me outside Ed, of Facebook, you'd know that's Ed, not I'm true. I'm excited you're on uh, today. No, uh, Joey. Unfortunately, the angry elf is not going to come out today. Like I told Luke last night, I'm not Jay Inslee level angry. Yeah, it takes maybe a, I should be. It takes a special man to get Roy to that level. <laughs> and that man is Jay Inslee. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, did you hear his little plan of the day? It's oh, like, don't I, get me started. Now I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> now we're in regions. <laughs> Everyone's mad at the right for wanting to secede and start their own place, but Jansen wants to split us into regions, and no oh one cares. Oh my gosh, I wish he would. Yeah. I, I, w- I, I wish a mother would. <laughs> Keely, I hope you got time to stay on this morning. Yeah, buddy. Keely, stay on. Just because I know that your opinion will be different than ours, probably. But um, well, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I want to start real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, please, before we please get anything, start, please start light before we go really I wanna, heavy. I want to jump into a couple congratulations first, if I could. If I could. Oh, I know one of these. I know yeah. one of these. One of them is uh, Jeff Reynolds and his beautiful wife, Sahar. Oh, now I know two of them. Um, who've been trying for a while to have a child, and um, they announced the other day the route they have to go is not the uh, not the most common route, but uh, nonetheless, they are in, due to have their own child in May of 2021. And Jeff has been uh, one of my dear friends since we were kids, and I, I know that wanting kids, wanting a, a child of his own has been something on the books for a long time, and... Um, I'm just so happy for him. He's so happy. Yep. He's been, I texted back and forth with him today. Uh, Jeff, I, buddy, I, I've said it to you before. I can't wait to see you be a dad, and it, it's almost here. Oh, I, yeah. I really can't wait to see it. So congratulations. Well, he's got a good example. He's got a exa- good example of how to be a good dad. Um, oh, yeah. You know, rest buzzard. in peace, Buzz. Yeah, the Buzzard was um, <laughs> you know, was a, an awesome community dad, yep. and all of us looked up to him. And so. Yep, and you can see how... how uh, how Jeff is how how Jeff has grown up. How Jen's grown up. Yeah, um, Scotty. Scotty's grown up. I, I mean, mean, the whole you know Casey, all the boys out yep, there. Yeah. Um, so, all the boys and girls in the Reynolds compound. Absolutely. So, Very congratulations. Excited. excited for everybody. Um, the other one is is our our clients and dear friends uh, Eric and Brandy Bearden. Yes. Um, gave birth to their first child um, on the fourth, January fourth. I think so. A beautiful, a beautiful bouncing baby girl. M- Meredith. Meredith Lynn Bearden. I love that. Yeah, it's when great. I, when I saw that that was the the child's name, I went, you know what? Yeah. I dig it. That's like old school. It's like the names kind of just yeah. come right back around, and I love it. I think that's a beautiful name. Uh, yeah, Renee says I'm happy too. He had a great dad. Sure did. Paul said just got my COVID shot. Rest in peace, Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mandy says I'm here for the party. Well, good because we're about to party. Go Cougs. Uh, <laughs> Paul, if you start noticing some twitching going on, please head to the emergency room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, so that yeah, Brandy and Eric, Meredith Lynn. Um, she posted a picture from, I think she's probably laying in the bed and, you know, cause she had apparently been putting in some work. And, uh, <laughs> You've had four kids now. Lounging about. Do you know how it works? I know. It's not a stork that shows up. <laughs> I would just go down to the, I would just go down to the cafeteria and tie one on. Hey, just page me. Page <laughs> yeah. me the child's here. I know. I kid, I kid. Um, Does he? But, uh, we're really excited. I, we text again. I texted back and forth, with Eric. I just said, "Hey, don't worry about texting me back." But I'm just excited for you because him and I had talked numerous times on the phone the last couple of weeks, kind of leading up to it. Yep. And uh, that's another guy that I'm just excited to watch be a dad. Yes. He's such a yes. great dude, and so even keel. And yep. so we love you guys. Congratulations. Um, can't wait to meet her. Um, and then, if I could, and this is a bit more uh, on a, a somber note. Um, whew, uh 
when I was when I was coaching out at Eatonville uh, for a long time there, I, I coached a young man named Caleb Kiefer, and I became great friends with his family, um, Gary and um, Crystal and, and all their boys, Caleb, and um, we just helped uh, Molly and Jared, Jared Kiefer, which is Caleb's little brother, and then there was Zach and Luke. Luke was the youngest, and Luke went off and uh, joined the military, became a, an army ranger. He was a he was a jumper, Gr- great dude. Um, absolutely loved this kid. And uh, we just found out yesterday he has cancer. So, Aww, um, F cancer. Yeah, so he's been having some issues for the last few weeks with his, uh, good morning, Pam, with his back and his hip. And um, he went in and uh, he, ended up, um, he ended up breaking a vertebrae in his back. And it just seemed weird. Ouch. And then, um, so they did some more research, uh, some more deep diving. And um, he had a mass on his spine that they say is cancer. They transferred him from Tacoma General to UW Medical yesterday just because they were saying, hey, we can't. This is above our pay grade here right, at TG. Right. And um, so he is sitting up at UW. Luke, um, I know you're sitting in your bed and you're texting and watching things on Facebook and watching the world burn and doing yep. you. And I talked to him briefly yesterday and just let him know, dude, we're praying for you. Yep. You're a strong kid. We know you got this. We love you. We love your whole family. If there's anything that either of us or our families can do, please do not hesitate to reach out, bud. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just anything. Just need someone to come hold your hand for a while because mom and dad are working. Dude, I'm there. So, yep, yep. We yeah. will throw. We will definitely throw you into our uh, family prayers, man. That yeah. cancer sucks. It it affects every family. And, it does. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I tell you what, man. I was so. I'm a small part of the Eatonville community in the sense that, like, I coached out there. and I, I wouldn't know a lot say of... you're small. You're kind of tall. I'm a, I'm a big man. Um, but uh, so I was watching yesterday, and to see the amount, I mean, literally the hundreds, if not thousands of people that were tagging him on Facebook, uh, you know, rallying around him was just incredible. And um, so I'm glad he has that support system. So Joey gets it. He says, I will pray for him. I have huge respect for jumpers. Yeah. Uh, well, good, man. See, yeah. Joey he's, gets uh, it. Joey knows. Luke's a great Thanks, dude. you guys. You kid. know, we appreciate it. As many people that can pray for this guy, this young man, let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, there's... Yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a rough one. We saw it yesterday, Rach and I, and I was like, what the... I, I was like, what the hell is going on? You know, I texted him. I said, dude... And it was before he put anything on Facebook about what was going on. Mm-hmm. He later did. And I just said, hey, man, I don't know what's going on, but... <clears throat> Whatever you need, and I'm praying for you. And then, you know, him and I start talking, and um, just he's one of the good ones, man. So yeah. uh, we're praying that it's it's localized. We're praying that it's it's early enough, and uh, that it's a quick and smooth road to recovery, and he can get back out doing the things he loves doing. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I want to share that um, I appreciate everybody that joined us last week. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, had some good feedback. Um, yeah. You know, not everybody agreed with what the kids said, but they said, you know, it's nice to see them have a th- have thoughtful opinions and and yeah. not just be screaming like some uh, some Gen Zers do. Well, what I appreciate about that is that like like you just said, like people necessarily didn't agree with everything they said, but <clears throat> no one roasted them. You know? No. And I one thing that I uh, I'm constantly in fear of for for Maddie and for Joey um, is the world we live in has bred. If you don't think like me, it's my job to tear you down. Yeah. And you here you have 14, 15 year old kids who <clears throat> um, have a different mindset than maybe a lot of their peers, and um, and they're pretty strong about it. And I, I'm proud of them for that. So Maddie and Joey, I'm very proud of you for the way you carry yourselves and the way you um, handle yourself on the show, and you're not afraid to give your opinions. Just 
Um, I hope that, <clears throat> like the people you said that reached out to you that said, hey, don't necessarily give but I'm proud of the way they, that there's more people like that in the world. Because, yep. And there's more people like that in their friend groups. Because they need people in their friend groups that are like, hey, I don't agree with you, but I love you. Yep. Um, and so... You know, one piece of advice I'd give to Joey and to Maddie is uh, give yourself permission to be open-minded. And you may have these opinions that you have right now, but as the dude says, if new shit comes to light, yeah, yeah. you know, it's okay. It's okay to rethink your positions yeah. and your stances on things. I, you know, and I don't know if Ed Keeley's still on, still on here, but Ed Keeley knows that I had different opinions when I was in high school. I'd venture, venture to say that Ed Keeley's opinions have changed. Since I'm we sure were... Ed, some of Ed Keeley's opinions have changed too. Yeah. Um, but that, that's the biggest thing is Joey and Maddie, um, give yourself permission to be open-minded give yourself permission to learn more yeah um to, to never stop learning and um you know like, like i said things that i things that i felt strongly about when i was younger i have different opinions now and um it, that's not a bad thing it's okay don't don't feel like you're a sellout don't feel like oh my gosh i've been thinking this for so long it's okay it's human to change your mind about things with that, I would say don't be influenced for the sake of being influenced. No, no, be be strong on, on what you yeah, believe. I mean, you you make sure that it's something that's earth-shattering that turns you around, um, mm -hmm. not just because you're tired of arguing with somebody or something. Yeah, and I, actually, Renee says, called a good, healthy argument. Renee, they're our only hope. I mean, I feel like Princess Leia right now. Help us, Gen Z. You're our only hope. <laughs> because if we can't have good, healthy arguments, we're screwed. Hey, I did not mean to bring the city yeah. out to the country. Somebody grab my guns. <laughs> Dude, I literally, I literally. Yeah, that sounds legit. I don't know if you guys can hear that. What I'm the sure hell? You can. That's more than one. It's probably Bro. a people, a couple plots over that fight. He finally did it. <laughs> Bro, they're like screaming past your house. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, interesting. Well, well I'm sure I decided not to buy a place out here. I'll get it on the grand blotter <laughs> later. Uh, Joey says, thanks, Luke and Rory. I always rethink and try to look in the mindset of a Democrat. That's really hard. <laughs> But I always change my mind. Yeah, Renee says, wow. Yeah, it's, it's loud. There, and there's a few of them. And that doesn't sound like... Oh, there they go. Yeah. And it's a fire truck. Well, huh? we know it's not another forest fire. It can't be right now. Oh, yeah. That's not police. That's uh, medics. Medics. Okay. All right. Hopefully everyone's all right. All righty, then. All right. Wait, run. That's yeah. right, Mandy. Run. Where the hell are we going to run to out here? <laughs> there's room. <laughs> there's room. They found me. All right. Um... Yeah, yeah, I think that's important, and I was glad that they're on the show, and um, I was excited to hear them get a chance to have a platform to to kind of just talk, man, yep. and, and um, have interaction with stuff, because I know that they don't get it necessarily among their friends all the time. And Maddie, I said this last week, Maddie has a very, and I, Joey's probably the same way, um, has a very diverse friend group in the, friend that, in the sense that she's got her school friends that I yep. know think one way, and she's got her youth group friends that I know she's a little bit more in line with, and so it's um, it's... Which I'm glad for. Well, hell, even we had that when we went to school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember middle school, and I know some of my classmates will remember this. We had the skaters and the preppers. All I can think about is Letter Kenny, the skids. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember that, oh my gosh, I remember the turf wars between yeah. the skaters and the preppers, the degens. <laughs> and, and the funny thing was, I found I found myself like right in the middle, like, hey, these they're cool people and. They're cool people. Yeah. I don't know who the hell is supporting this little turf war. You just got to give people a chance, man. <laughs> just got to give people a chance. Oh, well, so we're, di we're, we're dip-doodling and dip-dogging around this Well, yeah, but I think I think it's good to dip-doodle and dog around to kind of to kind of just breathe a little bit. And I yeah. I guess I'm going to preface the rest of the show by just <laughs> breathe. 
Just breathe a little bit. She uh, says, Rory, you're really aging us. <laughs> yeah, Kim knows. Yeah. Kim was there. Mandy was there. <laughs> you guys remember that. I think that's high school, Freaking man. skaters and preppers or preppies it's or funny whatever. It's too, though, because uh, <laughs> the preps, yeah, because uh, preppy prep, yeah. And I think Nutman actually put the kibosh on that. I think sure Nutman, I think Nutman came, if I remember correctly, I think Nutman came out and said, get the hell back in class. Nutman headbutted me. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't go home and cry about it. You, I was like, you yeah, probably what? deserved it. <laughs> I had that coming. I should have seen it. <laughs> I had to do better about keeping my head on a swivel. <laughs> so, oh my goodness! Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't cry about it. You know why? Because I liked it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it was. <laughs> and we liked it. <laughs> Josh Euler's got like a permit uh, bump on his noggin right here from. Uh, from oh nothing. yeah, yeah, so. Marisa, Marisa, skaters and preps, old man, get it right. <laughs> you know, and it's funny. That's skaters, right, skater die. That's sk- right. <laughs> skaters have come around, man. Like they're they're part of the. The in crowd now. Oh, good morning, Heidi. Good morning, morning, boys. Yay. Nutman always put everyone in check. Yeah, literally. I saw oh, yeah. body check, Aldous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't take any crap. No, no. That's uh, the way it was. <laughs> uh, Joey says, I have my Bible study group and civil air patrol group who we all li- think alike. And then school group, I try to have a difference in friend groups at school. But once they learn I am extremely Republican, they just leave. It's, yeah, so... And it boiled over one day. There was a big group that went up on the field when I was in eighth grade. Throwing through punches, though. But we were all ready to throw down and be men. Yeah. I remember that. I remember, yeah, it was up on the field. For the most a... part, eighth graders are like, I really hope it doesn't come to this. <laughs> I remember. I'm ready. Dude, I remember. Keely, I remember that. I remember walking up towards the old football field, the old middle school football field. And I remember thinking that. I'm thinking, you know, this is all exciting, but I really hope nothing comes of it. We had, <laughs> we had one of the most epic uh, fights before a basketball game behind the Hawkins Middle School gym. You know where you went to? the locker rooms you had to walk around and go into the back uh pat hermanson and tim shelgren got oh, into it and wow they both dealt some blows but in the end of it tim got a little bit of the worst of it and you know we're in seventh eighth grade and nutman found out oh and so back then they didn't cut basketball right they just had like more c teams so there was like varsity jv c1 c2 c3 so we had like 80 kids in the gym every day like for basketball <laughs> practice <Yes>. you know <laughs> and uh he made all of us get into the middle circle on the husky uh-huh and if we even had a finger out he stepped on our finger as he was walking around <laughs> and he yelled at us for a good 20 minutes about putting our teammates in danger and good the, and just let us have it and then we ran the rest of practice good old nutman yeah oh man that's Those, why his finger's crooked uh, yeah. this is the good old days yeah so Oh man! All well, right. I want to preface. I want to preface whatever I say. Preface or preferous? Oh, uh, whatever. I don't care. Whatever the word is. Splendiferous. Um, I just want to say from the get-go, whatever I say after my little statement here, I want you to remember this. It's off the record, but on the record, <laughs> this has not. For what I'm going to say today, this has nothing to do with President Trump, in the sense of I am not a Trump supporter. I am not a Trump out there waving my flag kind of person. I'm not that person. So what I'm going to say for the rest of the show, please keep that in mind. I'm an American. <laughs> Kim tagged Mr. Nutman. Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Mr. He's going to come out and headbutt us now. <laughs> Mr. Nutman's one of those guys. Though, by the way, if I see him, I'm like, hey, Mr. Nutman. He's like, you can call me John. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> He's one of those teachers that's going to say, you can call me John, and you're like, Okay, John, and then he headbutts you. <laughs> yeah, it's Mr. Nutman. <laughs> okay, Mr. John Nutman. John, Mr. Nutman. Yeah, that would, that would be tough. All right. Oh, man. He's kind of like like I feel about like um, some of my military officers and um, uh, superiors. Like, I, I, Top Schwarm, Master Sergeant Schwarm, call him Top, um, out of respect. When he was my 
he was my um, staff NCO here when I was at uh, Fort Lewis. And uh, when I see him, him and I get together for coffee, I still call him Top. And he's always like, you can call me Ken. And I'm like, no, no, Ken. <laughs> I know you're good, but no. So, anyway. Well, I'm going to let it's you start off. Thing. It's a respect thing. I'm going to let you start off. Oh, boy. You kept it kind of quiet yesterday, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I... you shared a couple of things with our group. But other than that, you kept it. You kept it pretty quiet from what I can tell. I, You know, I find myself, like our boy Denny Christensen kind of pointed out this morning, I find myself like there's there's the crazies and extremists on on both sides, and I'm just kind of... I, I spent more time talking to my buddy Andy in Denmark yesterday. Happy honestly. New Year, Tracy. <clears throat> Thank you. Happy New Year. Um, I spent more time talking to my good friend um, Andy, or Anders Lauder up in Denmark yesterday, um, more than anything. Him and I went back and forth for quite a while um, while we were watching things kind of together. Um, and... <clears throat> I'm going to say, I'll, I'll say this. I, I you know, I, you, you know, people ask, why do you like to live out here? Why do you like to, because this is exactly why, like, I'm not a part of the, I'm not a part of the, the crazy. I'm not a part of the, no matter which side it is. Um, I refuse to be <clears throat> a part of it. Um, in the sense that, um, I'm a little bit more like uncle Randy than I think <laughs> sometimes. And, and I, I just want to be left alone. And, um, I didn't really watch too much TV yesterday. I didn't really watch too much of the news. A lot of what I was getting was through you guys or I would flip on occasionally. Um, and, um, you know, I just, I'm out here in the fishing hole, you know, watching the world burn. Um, <clears throat> but I'll say this, I'll say this. <sighs> what say you? While I don't, uh, you're just your own crazy. Uh, <laughs> that comes from a, a woman who knows me well. Yeah. Um, I, um, everyone has a boiling point, man. And what we do at that boiling point is on us. And we have to own that <clears throat> um, at the end of the day. Uh, and this isn't going to be profound or anything. And I'm probably going to rub some people the wrong way. Um what? But I think, that never happens. I think what we saw over the summer with the race riots and all that kind of stuff. Um, you had whoa, 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 whoa. That's not politically correct. The race protests. Whatever. No, they were riots. <laughs> they were riots. Um, was a faction of people reaching their boiling point. And what we saw yesterday was the exact same thing. I don't condone it on any level. And I, and I want to be quick to point out that everything I said over the summer with the governor needing to do something about CHOP, with the National Guard needing to step in, with rioters and people who are breaking and burning things needing to be arrested stands true for everything that happened yesterday. Yep. All that to say, I can totally understand getting to that point where... Everything that is built up in you comes out in some shape or form. Yep. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll get to the, the, the Antifa thing in a little bit. I'm going to lay that off for now. But <clears throat> there is a group of people, minority people in our country, that got to a point over the summer where they said enough's enough. And whether they what they did I agree with or not, I can understand the passion getting to a point where they were tired. Yeah. For, I, this isn't a secret. I know I act like I try to keep it a secret, but um, for, for the most part, those of you who know me, care about me at all, you know that I, I, I am fair, I'm a more of a conservative person. 
So I can tell you from a, a, a fairly conservative person who has a lot of respect for a lot of my Democrat friends and liberal friends. Hell, my best friend Casey and I are on opposite sides on a lot of things, but we love each other very dearly. Um, is I often get to a point as a conservative male raising kids in this world where I, I, I'm frustrated because I'm like, you're not hearing us. You're not listening to us. You're forcing things on us that we're not okay with. The school districts, the government, the policies, I get it. I, I understand being progressive and moving forward at a pace to include people. But what we're seeing in a lot of places is you're doing it you're 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 doing it at the cost of disenfranchising and not including others and that's not okay nope and everything that went on yesterday do i think it probably would have happened without president trump in, in office probably not probably not what i think is you you end up is you're having a perfect storm of a bunch of people who are at the end of the rope they feel disenfranchised they feel like not heard they feel not listened to and then you have a guy who comes along that makes them feel empowered, that makes them feel that they can they can do these things. And and that's not okay by any stretch of the imagination. But I think that we would be remiss if we don't stop and look at the reason behind a lot of the passion and a lot of the um and, and a lot of the emotion. Just like we would be remiss to not look at why the race riots riots happened. One hundred percent. And <clears throat> I, I'm here to tell you very passionately that as, as a father raising four kids that our government is not hearing us, okay? And it's, in, in Rory and I's line of work, we have found ourselves very a lot lately helping families sell their homes and move out of a state because the state that they've called home for their entire life, they don't feel like they belong to anymore and they don't feel welcome here. Yeah. And that's sad. When you're making, that is... It's no better. Well, I don't want to say it's no better, but it's the it, it on, on some platform what we did to like Native Americans by forcing them out of their land and stuff, we are doing to a group of people now politically by making them not feel welcome in their own homes. And it's it's very sad and it needs to stop. Um for all groups of people. Um for if you want to talk politically for 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 liberals and conservatives, for minorities and and uh Caucasian for you know, you know, straight, gay, lesbian, any of it, any of it. No one should feel like they can't be in their home, that they don't belong somewhere, that they're not heard. They can't be in their community. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's where we're at. And my only, my, my big prayer going forward is, is, um, with, with, um, president elect Biden and, um, you know, and I'll be, I'll tell you what, I have more hope and faith in Biden than I do Kamala Harris, which makes me scared. Because I don't know how long Biden's going to last. <laughs> um, but I, I said this to my dad last night. I said, I, I hope the incoming president has the ability to bring people together and heal. Because I don't think that any president in recent years has done that. I really don't. It's been, this is our way. This is what we're doing. There's been no listening to the other side. And like, how can we, you know. It's like, you know, like, I was thinking about this this morning. I was thinking about AOC. And uh, something someone told me recently, like, hey, I don't like AOC, but um, she, um, I do think that she feels like she, what she's doing is right. And I said, you know, I, I, I can go with that. I was like, but here's my problem: is that pol politicians have gotten to a point where they get elected, 
and then they go with their agenda and they're not actually listening to what people want. Right, right. When you have AOC actually attacking Bernie Sanders, saying he's not being progressive enough, and I'm like, you're not hearing then. You're not you're not listening, AOC, which is your job, essentially. And, and so you can have your policy, but it's about compromise. That's how things get done. It has to be. And you have groups of people on, on both sides that don't want to compromise at all, and they're not listening to the other side. And, and, and so... You end up with those of us that are kind of like in the middle that just don't feel like um, that we may have beliefs, conservative or Democrat, more more Democrat, which is fine, but we don't feel like we really belong with anybody. And um, I mean, I know where I belong, but in it, but I'm saying you have these people, which is what ends up happening yesterday is a bunch of people feeling like I've been walked on long enough. I've not been heard long enough. F it. I'm going to, you know, burn something to the ground now. Every you know, no, and let me be quick to point out to every one of you out there that listens to this, it is a liberal, and I love you. Your hypocrisy and your color showed yesterday, and so did extreme right. But let me tell you something. I can at least, at the end of all this, hold my head up and say, I maintained, I maintained through both the summer stuff and yesterday's stuff. I maintain my same line, which yep. is I get it, but it's wrong. And I saw so many of my liberal friends yesterday being like, oh, now it's okay. No one said it was okay. Okay. But you were also the same people that saying it was okay when it was, it was in the summer when it happened, it was okay. But now it's not okay. You better figure out what you want to be. And if you want to be an absolute bald faced hypocrite, fine, if that's what you want to be. And I, and I say this to my conservatives, too, my conservative friends, too, who were saying that yesterday was okay, but the summer was not okay. Like, none of it was okay. But if we let this all just blow over and not realize that there is half of our country that, has some, that feels that that was their only option in both instances, then we're doing our country a disservice and we are quickly speeding up down the road to seeding into two separate entities in our country. Yep. So, and, and I don't mean in like uh, metaphorically, like we already are. I'm talking literally separate um, and secession. Yeah, secession and in, in, in different countries. And people think I'm crazy for saying that. Look, all great societies have fallen in history. We've seen that. Um, and unless the incoming leader can say, "Okay, let's pump the brakes," we need to work together. We legitimately need to work together. Um, unless he can do that and they can do that, those leaders, then it's just going to get worse. It, they, and I'm here, I'm here to tell you, Joe Biden, as a, as a president or, or whatever, or Kamala Harris, or, is not the answer, necessarily. Um, they can help be the answer. Um, but there's a lot that needs to be discussed, man. There's a lot. I'll, I'll stop. I'm, I'm going. Mary says, I find it interesting that when the legislators called for violence, that was justified when Mr. Trump, no, I am not a fan, said to go to the Capitol and respect the men and women in law enforcement, but he, but be heard, it is considered incitement. Jason says, none of us should condone what those people did. What happened yesterday was disgraceful and unpatriotic. What happened during the summer to the black community was a frustration to centuries of mistreatment and not what those people did yesterday. What those people did yesterday was akin to babies throwing a massive tantrum because they did not get their way. Guess what, proud boys? Welcome to the real world. The electorate isn't always can going I, to do what Can I pump the brakes? No, think... not yet. <laughs> not yet because I'm I'm getting the I'm getting the juices flowing here. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say real quick, Jason, I, I think you're wrong. And I, and I, and this is why. I, I I understand what you're saying. 
But there were more than just Proud Boys down there yesterday. And there's a huge faction of people in this country on the conservative side that are tired of their values not being appreciated yep. and things being forced on them. And I think that's how it comes out. Uh, Christian says, say no to the offended outrage agenda. I agree with that. Biden is a 47-year swamp creature. What has he done in his 47 years? Thank you, Christian. Uh, Paul says he hasn't sponsored a single bill that has ever been voted on. Pam Pamela says, compromise and communication. It takes both in any kind of relationship. I'll let you pick up from there. Where are we at? Um, with Christian, if we have learned anything. If it, we have learned anything, it should be not to follow and believe the mainstream media. Paul says, holy cock and sirens, it's noisy out there. <laughs> um, Mary, if we had term limits, these people would, uh, wouldn't be able to build their web of power. Totally agree. Um, you can you can like Ted Cruz or not, but I think he's spot on for that. Yep. Uh, Rex says, absolutely, none of it was okay. Totally. Renee, are we surprised that this happened? I've been calling it for a while we're going to have a civil war. Luke, what do you mean? It's okay for one group party, but not for the other? No, what I mean is is that it's not okay for either side. But what we ended up ha- what we ended up happening, like we're seeing in social media and across media outlets yesterday was, is everybody who was saying it was okay in the summer and that they understood and were on board were suddenly not okay with a riot yesterday. Um, if, you ha- if, you're, if, if you're going to support one riot, you've got to be okay with the other one. Yeah. Um, and so even if you don't agree with the reasons... Um, we're more divided than ever. Yep. Uh, Paul likes a good sex session. Good on him. Um, Paul, you never take anything seriously. Well, he wants, uh, he wants holy cock and sirens. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Joey says, <laughs> you know, I don't think you can fix all the damage that is happening. We are too divided. It really saddens me, but it's T-O-O, Joey. Um, <laughs> it really saddens me, but I believe it to be true. But we as the children of God need to be the light and do what's right and look forward to our reward in heaven. Man. Joey, are you are you prepping for a mission? <laughs> He's getting ready. Yeah. Um, Christian, don't just eat. Uh, don't just eat and take it. Well, the mainstream media tells you, and Tifa are the ones. So here's one thing people don't realize: just you guys see that guy running around with like the Davy Crockett hat, and no shirt on, and stuff yesterday. Oh yeah. He was part of the BLM riots, too. He's a paid actor, and you could find his yeah. profile. So yeah, I, he's not Antifa. I, I think that some of you need to realize, like, so many people were posting that guy yesterday going, oh, this is what the conservative side brings. I'm like, you knuckleheads, look the guy up. He's been at every riot. Oh, Jason, I, I don't mean to jump over comments here, You're but right. how much worse can it get than what happened yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> really? Tip of the iceberg, that, brother. That was extremely tame. That was a slap I, on the I, wrist I'll, for I'll America. Have, I'll have you guys know that yesterday nothing burned to the ground. So if you're going to sit here, I'm sorry, Jason, but if you're going to sit here and say that yesterday was not worse than what happened over the summer, when multiple, dozens and dozens and dozens of people died, buildings were lost, homes and buildings were burnt to the ground, police officers were shot at, like, are you kidding me? Tell me you're kidding me. I hope to God you're kidding me, bro. Uh, Rex says, no solution can be found at the top. Our leaders are a symptom of us since we elect them. Yep. We need to resolve these issues in our homes if we want to be united again. Amy says, I feel you're missing the difference in the whys, but I agree with your intention and the belief we as individuals need to connect and work together better. Drew says, with me trying to keep my needle in the middle, but damn, both sides are bat s crazy. I don't know why I just said bat s crazy when earlier I just said bullshit. Uh, I know, I don't know, man. Uh, Renee says, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Is totally okay for the liberal party, but not for anyone else. I feel as though liberals are more judgmental, and that's okay for them. Christian says, and do your own research about Joe and Hunter Biden. Yep, we know Joe and Hunter. Uh, Pamela says, I've heard a lot of people refer to what's going on as the rapture is quickly approaching. I made a comment like that once or twice yesterday to Christy. Yeah. <laughs> See, that whole thing, and like, I love Jason, but, but my, just by you saying that makes me think that all you do is watch CNN all day. Like... 
Yeah. Literally, the riots happened over the summer across our entire country. People died. Homes were burnt. Businesses were burnt to the ground. People lost everything. Everything. Police officers were killed trying to just do their job, keep the peace. And then someone's going to come out and say that some windows being broken yesterday and a building being inhabited is the worst thing to ever happen. You got to be outside your brains, man. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, Jason, but... It, okay. It, yeah, I, you know, I'm just... I, I'm going to keep real cool today, but it's... I think you really got to think this thing through, man. And it's... Again, I'm going to go back to it. I don't agree with what happened yesterday. But what I'm saying is, is that if you don't agree with what happened yesterday, you also have to not agree with what happened over the summer. Okay? And you also have to say... But if you agree with the reason for what happened over the summer, you also have to agree with it. There's a bunch of conservatives that feel like they're being... Um, not listened to in our country. And, and that is a symptom. I mean, the middle states? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. And it's... Um, well, yeah. Luke, I think... Go uh, for it. Go for I, it. I think it's time to give the people what they paid for. Let's see. Ed Keeley. <laughs> Humans with a fairly nice-sized brain, which allows us to see things on varying spectrums. Without actually being one who supports rioting, there is a big difference between what happened over the summer when people were protesting civil rights yesterday. I And, and here's what I'll say, Ed. I... I understand what you're trying to say. I think you're missing the point. And you're missing the point that what happened over the summer, I get the reason, I get what you're trying to say. But what's happening to a lot of conservatives in this country is is their values aren't being appreciated. The way they want to raise their kids, with the religions that they want to raise their kids, with, with their beliefs of um, abstinence and pro-life and, um, and, and straight marriage, I'll say it, whether we agree with it or not. I'm just saying, like, these are things. And they're not being listened to at all either. And so their values and their way of life is being trampled on. And if you can't see that, if you can't see that forest through the trees, then, then you got a big old liberal Joe Biden poster up in front of you. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I don't agree with the riots, bro. I'm on, I'm on board with you. I'm on board with you. But if you cannot see that there is a <laughs> lot of freaking people that are have said enough bullshit... We're bringing our guns. We're bringing... Our, and we're, we're, taking our, we're taking our place back. I mean, let me give you an example real quick. We talk about this at school. The school tells me my child has to get their sex education that talks about gay sex and anal sex and how to pleasure yourself and all that bullshit. Okay? And I say no. You know what they, you know what they say to me? They say, we'll let you know when we're going to teach to them the day before and you have to come up to the school and watch a video in order to get them out of it. I don't got time to watch a video and I'm her parent. So you're telling me that she can't go on a field trip unless I sign a permission, permission slip? But I can't sign a permission slip unless I watch a video to get her out of sex education? You're all, dude, the whole thing is set up to push people like us, okay, who grew up in a, in, a, in a small town or people who grew up with different kinds of values and stuff, and to say that we don't, we don't matter. The same as is when minorities are be, being made to feel like they don't matter, okay? It, 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 whether you like it or not, Ed, it's the same damn thing, bro. The same damn thing, bro. And, and, and I'm just, I'm, I'm done. You wonder why I sit on eight acres out here away from all you jackasses? Because I'm tired of listening to you bitch and moan because you can't have your way all the time while telling me I can't do things that I want to do. Come out here and try to take my shit. Come out here and try to tell me I can't live my life the way I want to. That's why I'm out here. I am getting my money's worth this morning. <laughs> All right. I'm done. Man, the bear has been pumped. I love you. Ed, I love you. All right. yeah. and, and your Xavier McDaniel poster. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, all right. Well, time. Again? Mm. Dude! I didn't come out here to get... <laughs> I, got, I got you, Ed. I got you. Oh, Wanaka, we all matter. Oh, Renee, we all matter. Wanaka's on. Okay, I'm here. Video can start. 
And there's a politician. Well, right. okay, time for you to. I gotta bring it back down. You, you, you guys, go. you guys got your money's worth with that. I'm so, over drinking coffee. You know, I'm gonna take a different tact on this, and I'm gonna tell you, yesterday was bullshit. Where on every single level, Amy, where it happened because it was on the Capitol. It's just a freaking building. Thank you. Just a freaking building. Here and here's here's what I'm going here's where what I'm going happened. to share. I completely support the protest yesterday. Homes I completely businesses. completely support the protest yesterday. Now, where I'm going to where I'm going to jump in and say I agree with some of you is I do not support Thank you, Ed. You made my point. It was what the summer was about and it was what yesterday was about. I do not support the breaking of windows. I do not support the um damage that was done to the Capitol. But let me point something out to you. Let me point out a difference yesterday versus the summer. How many statues in the rotunda were destroyed? How many things were defaced? How many things were ruined? You saw the video. How many video. businesses were burned? You saw the video of people in the most hollowed sacred ground of the Capitol. And did you see any of them ripping up chairs, throwing stuff all over the place? No, you didn't. It was different yesterday. So don't tell me for a second that what happened over the summer is the same damn thing and what happened yesterday was a whole lot worse than what happened over the summer. Because that's bull crap. You know who got butt hurt yesterday? Congress members. Oh my gosh, you came into the most hollowed sacred ground. You were in my office. You know what? I'll have you know that she reported last night, Pelosi reported that there was no damage done to her office. The people are tired of not being heard. And if you watch the video, Watch the video of people walking into the rotunda, walking into, I don't know if it was the Senate or the House, I can't remember, I'm sorry. But there was no damage done. We're damaged, I mean, you can watch them. They're just moving the velvet ropes to the side so more people can get in. So don't for a second tell me that what happened yesterday was worse. And don't tell me because it happened in the Capitol the, the 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 capital of our country that oh my gosh because that's how the media played it out yesterday you're all a bunch of freaking hypocrites and chris cuomo who last year said who said that protests can't get all uppity like that and i'm paraphrasing i don't know exactly what it was he said but chris cuomo chris cuomo was was supporting the protests and the riots last year. And then yesterday to have the balls to say, oh my gosh, this is the most sacred hollow ground. This is happening in our nation's capital. You know what? It was American. Don't tell me for a second it was unpatriotic. You know who is excited and you know who's happy right now? Our forefathers. Because the people are not being heard. I don't give a damn if the election was fair or not. I don't give a damn if President Trump wins or loses. But the people are sick and tired of the bullshit. And what happened yesterday was patriotic. So don't tell me for a second that what happened yesterday is as bad as Pearl Harbor. Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer, you're a pile... As a senator, you're a pile of crap. As a human, I respect you and I love you. But as a senator, to equate it as the same as Pearl Harbor, a day that will live in infamy? Suck it! It's not even close! Pearl Harbor... He said it, man. I know. He freaking said it. I know. You know what's funny? Too, I am man? sick and tired of you Republican and Democratic Congress members. There are only a handful of you in that most hollowed building that have a sense of what the people care about. The rest of you are on the freaking payroll. How did you guys enjoy not losing a damn paycheck during this entire COVID-19 man, stuff? Man, there are people out there that are struggling, and you sons of bitches are 
dinking around with a freaking $600 stimulus package. Open up the country, let people get back to work. I am so tired of this. And you know what? If I could have, I would have been there yesterday. I wouldn't have been there to riot, but I sure as hell would have been there to have my voice heard. Yeah. I'm not in the same position as Farm Boy or Spiffy's or Mountain View Diner. I'm not struggling right now, but there's going to come a time when the government's going to come after my paycheck. They're going to come after the food that I put on the table for my family. So I'm sure as hell going to support these restaurants who are trying to survive. Did you hear yesterday that the unemployment office has jacked up the unemployment for small business? No, really? Tenfold. Wow. After they told small businesses they were not going to increase the employment unemployment tax. And you know what their response was? Well, there's a couple of things that'll be in the Washington Congress to to uh, the Washington legislature to help to help take care of that. Ed, Ed. You freaking lied! You freaking lied to us! Yeah. Small business owners are struggling right now. If you're afraid of getting COVID-19, keep your ass home. That simple. Hey, Ed, uh, I agree with you, man. Confederate and flag. I didn't expect to get this pissed off, but I'm, right. I'm freaking done. I agree with you, Ed. The uh, Confederate flag flying through the halls of Congress yesterday, that wasn't cool, but it was one person. But why can't you still see the same thing of like, all the businesses that were lost and the people's lives that were lost over the summer riots was not okay either. Like, right. uh, that's what I don't understand. Like they just, they want, he wants to gravitate towards, Oh my God, I see a Confederate flag. I'm triggered. Not, Oh my God, someone's burning a building to the ground that has people in it. I'm triggered. It's like, well, you can understand where they're coming from. I mean, if you're offended by, if you want to talk about, if you, if you really want to talk about like people, Oh, years and, and whatever. And then, Oh, the hollow ground, then give the freaking black Hills back to the Lakota Sioux. If you're going to talk about hollow ground being important, give the Black Hills back. Give the whole damn country back. You're an ass clown if you think that a building really freaking matters. It was just freaking built. Who cares? The White House isn't even the original White House. That damn thing burnt to the ground already. Sunk into the swamp. Like, if that wasn't a freaking sign. <laughs> but anyway, I, you know. Yeah, I, I saw the comments going fast and furious, and I don't know if you want to catch up with them or not. But I'm everything that happened yesterday, and here's the thing. I'm not a QAnon supporter. I don't believe in that horse crap, but I can tell you without even without even getting on social media yesterday, how is it that you can have this attack on well, the Capitol? How can you have that attack? And hours later, Congress is back in there certifying the election. Well, how is it possible? Don't tell me that that wasn't staged. Don't tell me for a second that that well, wasn't there is, planned. There is video of the police letting them how play. is it that you have Republicans who said, I'm going to challenge this election? And then all of a sudden, hours later, well, based off of what we saw today in the most hollowed grounds of the Capitol, I can't even bring myself to challenge this election. The hollowed grounds. Again, I'm, <clears throat> I want you guys to understand, I'm not challenging the fairness of the election. It is what it is. I'm more focused on voting those ass clowns out in four years. That's what I'm focused on. And if you're a true conservative, that should be your goal too. I don't want to have impeachment hearings for Joe Biden. I don't want to have any of that bullshit. I want to raise up someone who will be a leader for our country. I am focused on 2024. So I, I just, how, how is it possible that this thing that we equate to the same as Pearl Harbor, how can hours later they go back in there and do the people's business? You're so, you're so brave. You're so honorable. Whatever. You're full of crap. Every single one of you. I mean, I'll take Every it. single one of you who took the oath in the Capitol, you're full of crap. I'm just, 
You're not representing the people. You're representing the special interests. All of you, Republicans and Democrats. There is a small, small minority of you that actually listen to the people. Gonna... The rest of you, twenty. What was it? What was what was it? I saw in the 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 stimulus bill. Twenty was it? Twenty five million or twenty five billion for raises? For raises for Congress? Yeah. F you. There are people struggling out here. You're not listening, Patty Murray, Maria Cantwell. You are not representing the people. You're not listening to the people. I think you're overdue. They're saying that they can't even hear you because you're blasting the mic out. <laughs> Gosh. Mm. I think the point here is, that, and, and I'm gonna go back to something Drew said. And I, you know what? I will apologize. I did not expect to get this excited. I honestly didn't. I'm just tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of I'm tired of the media tell, trying to tell us that this was the most horrible Tribal. thing that could ever happen. I just, I hate this whole thing. I'm like, oh, the hollow grounds on a freaking building. You know what's a hollow ground? Is all the buildings up at Capitol Hill that were destroyed and, and damaged. Those are hollow grounds. That's where people make a living. All right, everyone everyone's gonna be okay. And and, and here's the other thing. All those and want to come Yes, Ed. There's my hypocrisy for the year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, here's the other thing too, is the, 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 the protests over the summer and all that, you're talking about private property, people's livelihoods that were destroyed. That had nothing capital, to do with it. The Capitol is a public building and you're allowed to go there. Like, and yep. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Lincoln with, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, which I love. It's just a wonderful movie, but, um, <laughs> Get right and ask for there it. was a time where you could just walk into the Capitol whenever you wanted. Like you didn't need a tour guide. You didn't need a press pass. You didn't need any of this. If you just walked in the front door and you'd be like, Hey dude. Uh, is the president here? Can I have a word? And then be like, oh, he's busy. Be like, all right, I'll come back tomorrow. Like, I mean, it was just, and I'm and not I, saying we can I get be it. There. Times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same as it was but before. But I'm saying just to sit here and act like, oh, they don't belong in that building. What are you freaking kidding? Are you kidding me? Yeah. When I heard someone on the news say like, they don't belong in that building. Then who does belong in that building? They're citizens of the country. Yeah. They, that's who belongs I'm not in that gonna, I'm not going to denounce the protest that happened yesterday. To the day I die, going to my grave, I will not denounce it. It was very American. And if you try to tell me for a second that yeah. it was unpatriotic, I will call bullshit on that. So, because we have founding fathers and we have a history of standing up against crap that we think is wrong. Well, and here's the thing. And even like what Ed said, even if you don't agree with their reason yesterday, the whole basis of our country... <laughs> Is that if you have a reason and you feel like you're not being heard, you protest, right? right. And you and you do the and so, just because Ed, you don't agree with their reason doesn't mean that they don't have a right and a reason. If that makes sense, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just that's the frustrating thing to me. It's like they don't have a right to protest because their reason isn't something you believe in, or it's less of a reason. Like, it's less even, of a reason to you, even if there was no, even if there was no cloud over the election results. Those yeah. people still have a right to go there and protest. I'm going to tell you it. what that that the anger and and here's the thing there were some Ed, people and Ed I love that you're on here yeah I I, I absolutely with with every sincere being in my in my body I am glad you are here man this is what it's about I want you to challenge us because it wouldn't be fair for us to just I don't think he would have a discussion with you in person though. He wouldn't want to get you. You know at. what? I, you know what? I think I would actually. I know I would be a lot more calmer if we had a discussion in person. I just because uh, I've done it before with other people I don't agree with. The thing is, is that um, so don't don't forget that Ed. Yesterday wasn't just about like election results and all that. Mm -mm. That's and that that's what I think a lot is being lost on. Like people are narrowing it down to just that. Right. The election <laughs> results ended up being like 
ended up being like the the final straw, I guess. Yep, Pamela's right. Protest, yes. Destruction, no. And that's that's what we said last summer. And that's what we said about yesterday. Protest, yes. Destruction, no. I love how I love how, I love how he gets this dig in the positives I see from yesterday, and I and I'm, and I'm agreeing with him until a moment in the middle of it. He says, "Okay, it exposed the craziness of the far right, yes, to show that it matches and perhaps exceeds the left." I think eh, it matches. I don't know. Yeah, no, no buildings were burned down yesterday. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> that I don't agree with. <laughs> I, I would say it matches, and it shows the politicians that they should be scared of we the people. Oh, Ed, you and me. Now we hug. Now we hug. <laughs> Come on, now come we on. Hug. I, I was just working on my militia yesterday. <laughs> I think I have a spot for you, buddy. In the cabinet. Communications director. In the cabinet. It's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable for me to say, but I am now also sad that BLM didn't do this over the summer. Except we know that they should have all been shot and beat. Ah, yeah. Rory wouldn't want to get in my face like that in person. He isn't that slow. <laughs> um, no, and I, and I also am a lot more respectful. Yeah. I mean, I I would never... I mean, here's the thing. Ed would really... I mean, Ed would have to go past the far left in in order for me to scream in his face. I'd like to point out... And and I love having one of my favorite... Probably, if not, my favorite person that's always (laughs) on the show, and it's for a certain reason, is Renee. Yep. Shepard. And... And Not just because she's the president of the fan club of the Kitsap County, the Kitsap County chapter. That's a huge reason. (laughs) We need her to carry on our legacy. Um, But... uh, I think she's a prime example of if you before like Renee started interacting with our show, if you'd have been like, I, I would just assume like Renee is like a liberal, far left, you know, whatever, just and made an ass out of you and you, uh, yeah, right, and and, and <laughs> Renee gets on the show and and she has and, and she's such a great example of I think the vast majority of America, right, in the sense that like, hey, I have some, I have some liberal views, but I also have some very conservative views on how I want to raise my kids and, and, and take care of my family. And you bring up a good point because what the media is doing is trying to divide us. We're putting, but you're putting us fine, in boxes. You're a fine example of that. And you've mentioned this many times where you have conservative viewpoints, but you mm. also are an environmentalist. Right. Yeah. And, and people think people's, some people's minds can't comprehend that. Me too, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and your craziness. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you you recognize mm-hmm. that if the environment isn't taken care of, you can't go know, out and, and hunt. And it's so, you can't go out and fish. It's so funny to me, too, because people like try to put me in a box that are like, uh, you know, I'll say like, oh, I'm a, I'm a member of Surfrider Foundation. And I know, I know that Ed Keeley has some conservative values. I would never oh, yeah. absolutely label him as a far left liberal. I know that he's got some conservative values. Yeah. I was talking, it was it was like a year or two ago and I was telling Hey Paul, that, take care of yourself, man. God bless you. Yeah, man. Be well, be safe out there. Uh, I am... I am a jacked up truck driving gun toting liberal. So awesome! Yeah, it's funny. You fit in with Mason County. <laughs> hey Ed, Ed, I was actually I was actually thinking about it last night, and I took a screenshot of it, and I'll send it to you, bud. Um, he texted me uh, out of nowhere a couple months ago, and he was going into Idaho. Yeah. And he just off the top of his head, he goes, "I don't have time to look it up." Off the top of your head, do you know if Idaho will um, honor my concealed permit? Ed? Yeah, and I know that they do because I've gone to Idaho <laughs> enough, and so I go, "Yeah, they will. They we honor back and forth Idaho." He's like, "All right, great, thanks." Last night I found, Ed, a map of the entire country of every state that will honor your concealed permit as a Washingtonian, gun-toting, truck-driving <laughs> liberal. Um, so I'll send that to you. Um, Paul, are you serious? Paul, are you serious or are you messing with us? My arm hurts. <laughs> I'm stroking out. <laughs> well, shots will make your arm hurt. That's not. But uh, anyway, uh, I love having Renee on because I, I think she's just a prime example of, like, she's like, hey, I have certain views that one would consider Democrat. Um 
But I also have a lot of family values that people consider cons- Republican or conservative. Um, and she will speak up for both of those sides. And, and I really appreciate that about her. So, um, she says, as a matter of fact, um, I picked up a nice rifle and I go, Ooh, yeah, it did. Ooh. I still need to shoot my rifle. Man. I was looking at, uh, some rifles for my kids last night and that got me into looking at a, th- at a 380 for myself. And then his arm, <laughs> yeah. and then his arm hurt. Yeah. And that got, <laughs> and that, that led me down a rabbit hole to where I ordered a 380 for myself. <laughs> It's got a better form factor for concealed carry. Um, anyway, uh, Renee says, yeah, exactly. I have kids, and it all changed after that, and I'm that person that can agree or disagree and respect others' opinions to a point. <laughs> yeah. And But see, but Renee gets it. Like, she said a couple things today. Uh, i got to see that rifle. Ed. Come out to my <laughs> property. Let's do some shooting. <laughs> Ed's like, hell no. <laughs> um, but... Uh, uh, like, you know, Renee made some comments earlier, like, I think she gets it in the sense that, like, yesterday, everyone wants to make it about the election and just about the far-right craziness. And and it, a lot of that was on display yesterday. I get that. But there were a lot more than th- those five or ten people <laughs> in Washington, D.C. yesterday. And I, I, I just, you know, there were, and there were people like me back home that uh, here watching it on TV going, I get it. Like, you know, I, I, I get it that you're fed up and you're done. I'm not, I don't agree with your methods. But I, I definitely can understand, you know, I and, and I, I felt like I felt like that over the summer too when I was watching yeah. peaceful protests of of uh, the things that were happening yeah. to black people. I would I totally supported Look, that. And I know this always sounds racist, which is hilarious. I don't me. care anymore. But uh, he says, "Ha ha, yes, hell no is correct unless you have ammo." I have two boxes left. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny, Ed? How we're kind of conserving the ammo. I know. I told him a couple of months ago. I'm like, dude, I'm down to one clip in my in my uh, clock. I'm not going to put it on the show because I don't want. To, no, uh, no, I ain't going to tell you the secret. <laughs> but I will. Uh, I'll, I was able to get ammo. <laughs> I'll message you on the side, buddy. But I ain't telling the masses. No, hell no. <laughs> uh, funny thing is, I was able to get. I've got plenty of thirty out six. That's. For some reason, that has not gone. Thirty is fairly readily available. Yeah, it's just it, it's because it's not a conceal ammo. It's not a carry ammo. Well, it's a hunting ammo. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. I part of me surprised that nine millimeters out, but I guess nine millimeters like super popular. So. Oh, I know, dude. You already told me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna blurt that out of the podcast. I don't mm. want you guys to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also we have a buddy who's got a connection on some of that. If you uh, don't know, now you know. Yep. Um, okay, so. But yesterday, anyways, to get to my point, um, as a as a fairly conservative dude, or a, I, I, I would I would I consider myself fairly well rounded. So I'll say, as a majority conservative dude, um, uh, raising my kids in the public school system is a challenge, and um, and so I, I think that there's a lot of symptoms that end up leading up to, unfortunately, the way things were handled yesterday, um, and I, I think that we would be dumb to say and i'll say dumb it's a it's a lame word but dumb to think that yesterday was just about an election excuse me um an election just gave people a reason the election just gave people a reason and i i i'm with drew uh he said it earlier uh gonna have a tilly boys um if, if, if you think uh if you think it's over it's not it's not and Unless and this is why I've said this is why I said earlier. I really hope Biden can come in and reach across, for lack of a better, I hate this phrase, reach across the aisle. Um, but um, that's what we need 
if it's the momentum's to stop. Because if it's not, it's going to get worse. And, and I'm worried, man. I, I'm going to be quite frank with you. I'm I'm worried because. <laughs> Drew, love the five five six round. It's a lot of taco. Goes in clean, comes out messy. <laughs> True story. I'm concerned. Um, you know, I'm I was following Brandy Cruz on Twitter yesterday, mm-hmm. and if you don't know who Brandy Cruz is, she's a good follow. She's from Q13. Um, she, oh yeah. She for the most part stays right down the middle. Um, she does lean every once in a while. You can see her leaning one direction or the other. Um, but she said she said that she thought yesterday was a breaking point. And, that, <laughs> and I'm back. Patience an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yesterday was a breaking point. Um, she says it's a bre- yesterday was a breaking point, and that things can only get better from here. And I and I responded back to her. I said no, no, it's a tipping point. And here's why it's a tipping point because everybody's been up in arms about President Trump for the last four years. And you're dem- not wrong necessarily. No, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah. history may history may flesh out that he was an asshat. I mean, at the end of the day, he he did some things that really didn't get a lot of attention by the media, but all the stuff I think that's his own doing part yeah, of that. Too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you I don't feel bad for the man, let's put it that way. Yeah. But you, now the Democrats have the whole enchilada. You've got the president, you've got the Senate, and you've got the House. How is it they have the Senate, by the way? If the, it's fifty fifty. It's it's not anymore. It's um it's uh Kamala. Kamala can break the tie. Oh yeah. And I but I, I really I was reading some stuff yesterday. I'm not as concerned about it as I was. Um I still think that you have enough in the Senate that are gonna not necessarily be fully on board with everything Joe Biden tries to do or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's well, not enough. It's not like it's a it's not like it's a super majority. Well, and this is why I think it's it's the tipping point is the the Democrats they now have the football. Yeah. And it's up to them how they're going to run with the football. Are they going to try and bring us together? Are they going to try and listen? Or are they going to the try opposition? to blackball all the conservatives? Are they make- going Yeah, I mean, I heard somebody I heard somebody say yesterday that because somebody got shot in the Capitol, be prepared. They're going to now go after guns. And and I thought to myself, that's not as crazy of an idea as I would think it was about a year ago. Paul, I spent a weekend with Brandy Cruz at McMinimins. She didn't know I was there, but there we were. Same place, same time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, it really, it, this, this really is the tipping point. And it's going to be up to President-elect Biden to either bring the country together or he's going to have to deal with a bigger mess than Trump has left us. And um, I'm just interested to see what's going to happen. I agree with that. I said, if there was a way we could have kept the Republicans with a one vote lead and get rid of Mitch, I would have been happy. (laughs) I would like to see Biden's ad and have to fight a little to pass something. And I still think that they will. Yep. Um, and we've said that before. We've said yeah. that even with a Republican president. We don't want uh, yeah, it I to want, all be one-sided. I want checks and balances, man. Yep. I want checks and balances. But here's the thing. And I and it, I think that the... I, I think that if... It's four years. Okay? It's four years. And I, I think... <laughs> I agree, Ed. Yes, totally think that Biden will work across the aisle. That's all he is about. Not sure on Harris, though. Yeah. I, I think this is... I think that the, the Democrats are on notice. And, and by that, I mean this. They expected, they expected to have an easy walk into the Capitol back in November. And it got, and it ended up not being that. Like, early on, they were like, oh, we're going to have the Senate, no problem. We're not going to lose any seat. We're going to gain seats in the House. 
they lost a lot of seats in the house. Ended up yeah. losing a lot of seats. Right. They barely sneak by on getting um, a, a small advantage in the Senate. Yeah. Right. And and to me, that is the people saying, "Hold on, we're not real happy with you either." And Pelosi's on thin ice. Yeah. What, she's she, a, she got barely she, got through by four votes. Yeah. And so, I think that the Democrats have an opportunity here over the next four years to do some good things. Okay. But if they don't, I could see a, rap, a, a quick switch. Being and like, I, you know, no, no, this isn't working. And I really hope they do. Yeah. I, I mean, I truly, honestly hope yeah. that they I hope they succeed in a positive way. Like, I don't want... For everybody that wanted President Trump to fail, think about that for a second. Yeah. If I, you want the president to fail, that means you want the country to fail. It's cutting off your nose to spite your face. Right. I want Biden to succeed. Now, I, I don't want Biden to step on half of our country. I want him to compromise. I want him to listen to those out there. And this is that opportunity mm -hmm. where I hear things like from AOC, where she says, we're going to remember those that supported Trump. That's that's dangerous talk. Yeah, right that's there. a good point. They have two years to do something. Yeah. Two years. Yep, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I And I truly think this. I think if they come in and they try to pack the court, um, if they try to get too crazy with like progressive moves, I, I think that they will be quickly corrected. I heard yesterday that they're already asking for one of the people on the court to uh, retire. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm like, sure. damn, he's, the body's not even cold yet. You're trying to... <laughs> I love how, I love how the first thing he did was like, Attorney General Merrick Garland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> Give this guy another shot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh uh, my goodness. It's just... Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. They do, I think Ed's right there. You got you got about two years to kind of put a stamp on things, because um, I think that even I think there's a lot of the centrist Dems and the centrist conservatives that might have voted Democrat this time around because they were just not happy with President Trump. Um, I think that they're gonna they're in a wait and see mode. Yep. And um, and I'll I'll say it right on here. Yeah. He's he's my president. He's my next president. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those baby crybaby people out there that as soon He's as not Trump. my president. He's not my president. Bullshit. Then you need to move, man. Yeah. Move, move to a different country. Yeah. Oh, can I? I forgot. I got one more angry thing to say. Drinking that Q-Aid. I got one more thing to say. No, 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 no. no. I Keep it don't chill. give two craps what other world leaders think about what happened in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Boris, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Boris, suck it. <laughs> Dude, if there's any country that shouldn't... Tim Sears, I like us. it. Bring I General know. Mattis back, yeah. If there's any country out there, Great Britain, dog. that should comment or even tell us what we're doing in our country is wrong, yeah. you lost that right back in 17, was it 1778 when we finally kicked them out. Oh, I know. Boris, dude. You yeah, see, Boris. You see Boris looking like the... They're look, walking down for like the third or fourth time. Boris looking like the English Trump with his orange hair. And you know what? <laughs> Every time I see Boris, I think of... Uh, I think it's like Trump's like brother <laughs> what's his name what's uh 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 what the hell's the guy from 48 hours oh. nick 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 nolte nick nolte <laughs> he, he looks like nick nolte too yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> just going to get on that gruff voice but <laughs> yeah i mean boris johnson and yeah, uh, trudeau care. and all you other world leaders don't care. i don't care G shut up you know what else i don't care just... about which i thought was funny is <laughs> like we had two in our state actually three <laughs> if you count patty murray but who cares about patty murray um <laughs> Which is funny. This is how much you guys always people always try to point this out to me. You're a veteran. You should love Patty Murray. No, I shouldn't. Just <laughs> just because she stands on the platform that she does work for veterans, she doesn't truly do jack crap. 
for veterans. We still have a lot of problems so, going on, but yeah. you know what? Motor, Congress members, they, they got, got paid. We got that little pixie running the show. I'm not going to let that go, you guys. The fact that Congress got paid throughout this entire pandemic, no. but no. people are struggling. Renee, no, we can't. Can't we just have someone that knows right from wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, they only know right from left. Um... <laughs> And even then, they're going to take that away because they don't. You know, we don't want to. We don't want to pigeonhole a right hand as a right hand if it wants to be a left hand. So, oh. um, you know, whatever. What it was assigned at birth, if it really wants to be a left hand. Sorry, I'm going to really get us in trouble now. I, I appreciate you guys allowing me to vent. I mean, this for me, this is healthy. This is a lot better than going to Washington D.C. and rioting. This for me is a very therapeutic. I'm thing. going today. Are you? Yeah, I'm going today. Are to you riot. putting on the business card? <laughs> yeah. We're running out of room, man. <laughs> Professional rioter. <laughs> Why did Luke go to DC? Yeah. He had to get his real estate license. I, in I just DC. can't believe how dumb people. Some people are posting like that picture of the dude with like the Davy Crockett hat on, being like, "This is what it, I'm like." You're a moron. <laughs> this guy has a web page. I've seen him at every rally. Like, oh, this is what man. he does. I'm glad Tim brought this up. Uh, how do you feel about the Air Force veteran that was shot and killed at the Capitol? I'm going to go first. Yeah. Because I know oh, that quick. my veteran friend here is going to have plenty. I need to say although real quick let me finish what i was saying about what i don't care about uh what i don't care about is like the two idiots in our state and patty murray if you want to count her so that would make two and a half idiots in our state that are like we should invoke the 25th amendment on president trump like honestly who cares like Wait. like I, we are literally less than two weeks away from the inauguration and the transition who cares? And you're going to come out and say that just for what? For glory's sake? Oh, Joey has some breaking news. Busted out on us. Hold on. What does that say? Rory, do you uh, do you just not like the optics, or do you feel like we can actually do something meaningful on the government level with pay raise money? Uh, let me, let me, breaking let me, news. Let me read that one more time. Uh, Rory, do you just not like the optics, or do you feel we can actually do something meaningful on the government level. I swear to God, Joe, if you tell me like you're breaking news, you guys bought a house in Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Ed? I, I think it's a little of both. I think the optics are horrible. I think the optics are absolutely horrible that we, um, that people are making 200 and some odd thousand dollars a year to sit in the house. Well, we had are a, giving themselves a raise when people are struggling. Well, That's terrible. What was the stimulus package over 900 billion? Yeah. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think only about 200 billion went to, um, the citizens. American people to the yeah. citizens while the rest of it went to other things that don't have anything to do with COVID-19. So the optics of it are horrible. Um, the fact that, uh, the fact that they, uh, they got a pay raise. I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either because if you take a look at how much they make, it's fine. They're fine. They're, they're doing fine. They, yeah. and unless I misunderstand that they pay for their own flights and they pay for their own cars, Who cares? we pay for our own stuff. That's you called know, running a just, business. Yeah. It's write it off. It's become too much of a career. Yeah. For these people, you, you do know that the founding fathers were volunteers, right? Right. Like some of them actually owned owned uh, freaking taverns. You know and that, stuff. No, you know that in <laughs> April they went back to like lawyering and crap, like right. the things that like paid for their month their bills. I got to head back to Minnesota because yeah. I got to plow the fields before the harvest is Crops ready. Crops coming in. Yeah, you know? and it's you these know, people are. I got to head back to my mansion in the hills. Oh yeah. You know, I need a pay raise because my so, property taxes went up. Well, they went up because of you. So, so Ed, here's the thing is I I don't have a problem with paying the people $2,000 each. I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have Take it out is of the wasteful raise. money, wasteful spending, which is exactly what our Congress is doing by sending that $700 billion to other things hey, that have nothing to do with COVID. You, you want to talk about a waste of time? How about less than 25% of the COVID vaccines that everyone touted as being the miracle cure here? have been given out and the rest are sitting you have the president of uw medical screaming at the governor going what are you doing yeah we are here around the clock and we have no more vaccines
scenes and you have them sitting in a vault somewhere. These are your leaders that you've elected and you've said, bring us the vaccine. And the vaccine got here. And now the governor and the department, the director of the health for or the health department for Washington state are sitting on 75% plus of them, not getting them out while you have the president of UW medical and Franciscan and all these places saying we're here and ready 24 hours a day to give these things out. So, uh, and so, so I suggest diving into the actual pandemic, spend lots of information, that, misinformation there. I agree. Optics are really bad. The money doesn't mean jack in the scheme of things. However, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian says if Americans would, would have got 2,600 from the stimulus checks. Only 14% would have gone to U.S. taxpayers. Yeah. So anyway, um, where were we going? Oh, I was saying, yeah, about, well, I was saying, I don't care about the... The whole invoke twenty fifth amendment. Right? You know We're what? less than two weeks out. Let the guy pack his stuff up and get out for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, let him just um, let him go. And and really, all you're doing is virtue signaling. How I and mean, and my, I've got a plea. I've got a plea. A plea out there Ed, to the. I'm a project manager. Put me in charge of the vaccine. Yeah, you would probably be way better at it, dude. Like the private public look, partnership. I'm not, that would work. I'm not ever getting the vaccine. No, no. So I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't care. But what I'm saying is, is that if you're going to tout this thing. But then hold on to it and not get it out there. Like, what is your, what are you doing? I, I it's madness. What are you, I, it's I, absolutely madness. Did it, you it's see like the Scrooge schedule? McDuck with this tower of money. They got all the vaccines in there, and the and the governor's just in there diving through it and, and doing I know, his backstroke. And I know we've beaten this horse to death and turned it into glue and made some some assless chaps. Yeah, but. This whole COVID, I like assless chaps. Uh, I, I bet, and I don't want to hear any more. Here come the chickens. They heard <laughs> you say assless chaps, and the chickens came this yeah, way. Yeah, they Look got them. <laughs> They're a little saucy. They know. <laughs> I, I I'm done. I'm done with the COVID nineteen shit, you guys. I'm done with it. And what I mean by that is it's time to open up. It's time to open up. If you look at the numbers, if you look at the people that are dying, well, if you look, changing. if you look at the science of everything. It, well, even even a lot of um, even a lot of doctors and hospital administrators are now saying like, "Hey, look, um, <clears throat> we're way better at this than we were back in April, March. Like we can handle it." And then, and it, that is to me that's when the doctors are even. There's a lot of doctors out there saying like, "We need to start opening things back up. We can handle it when they come in." Like people are not dying like they were because we know what to do now. We know what to give them. We know how to treat it. And and so we need to move past it um and, and 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 then yesterday it comes out they're like they keep saying hospitals are over capacity well then yesterday it actually did come out that they're at about 80 percent. and i'm like that's not over capacity that's not over I, I mean look i know i did north mason math so maybe i'm wrong but i thought 80 of 100 was not full was not whole and and i've mentioned this before how do you think hospitals make money i got renee i got covid not getting the vaccine <laughs> i mean the way hospitals make money they have to be near capacity yeah. You you have to be in order. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got two in a room, and yeah. But I mean, it, it, you know, some people will say, "Oh, you don't believe in COVID nineteen, anything like that." No, that's not what I'm saying. That that we've learned so much since March. It clearly, most here's the thing: most people are doing the masking and the social distancing and the hand sanitizer. Most people are, and so if pe most people are doing that, then how is it that we're shutting things down? How is it that things are getting worse? Because it's seasonal, you guys. Because more people get sick in the wintertime. More people die in the wintertime. This is... bit of my soul has died in the wintertime. It just... It's... How can we... And I've said this before, I'll say it again. How can we have so many people at Target, at Walmart, at Safeway, at Fred Meyer... How can we have so many people there? But we can't have people sitting in restaurants 
at, at least six at least twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, right. At like twenty five percent. capacity. And, and so the science of all of this exactly. makes no sense. So Twible can sing karaoke again. I totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just wipe that mic down before you get it. I just I. I early on in March I was concerned. I was concerned because we'd never been through a pandemic before. We've never seen something like this before. Yeah, let's let's see what unfolds. Right. We are now what ten months, yep. eleven months into a three week shutdown. You guys, yeah. it, it's. Well, the other thing is, is that we had a spike in 2017. Did you know, you know this? We had a spike in flus in yeah, 2017. I didn't know this. And not once did we shut down. You know what's kind of fun? You know what I keep thinking too, and I, I don't, I'm not I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV, but um, <laughs> I have to ima- I have to imagine that once things open up and the mask mandate goes away, there's going to be a spike in sickness and death. Yes. I mean, if you if you think about, it, there's going to have to like okay. I thought about this the other day. Usually by this time of the year, I've had at least one like kick my ass cold. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I really haven't. And I know that's, uh, I, look, I'm not an idiot. I know that a lot of that's because I'm not around people as much and people are wearing masks. And so I'm, I'm not being exposed as much. And I can tell you, I'm taking more vitamin C. I'm taking yeah. more vitamin D. Drinking, I'm taking more things drinking the OJ. to try and keep myself healthy. I'm actually trying to do but, my part. But what's going to end up? Thank you, Costco. I, t- I totally forgot to mention Costco. Uh, big open space in Costco with good air circulation versus tiny little bar and grill with... Uh, um, I yes and no, Ed. I, 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 dude, I totally get it. I totally get what you're I, saying. I know what you're and that, saying, and that but makes I, sense. I disagree with it. But there was a there was a restaurant yesterday that they have a whole open space dining area, like they can roll their garage doors that roll yes, up, and yes. it's all that, and it was all wide open except air for ventilation, basically just pillar and post. Yeah, it's like your canopy. And right the here. governor's like, yeah, no. And I'm like, look, man. Okay. <sighs> so, anyways, what I do think is going to happen is, is that once like the mask mandate goes away in 2027. Is that you're going to end up having <laughs> Ed? What, what did you say? Ed, I'm sorry, I got to laugh at that. I think you meant to say that the 2021 flu season is lower than typical. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. it's miraculous that the common flu has almost been cured this this uh, this flu season. Yeah, and Tim, we yeah, I get, yeah, and that's what I think that's what Ed was saying uh, from a math perspective. Most stores are larger square footage in restaurants, so there is um, less distance. Yeah, and, and I get that, but I. I Open space dining is okay. And I also, though, if you're going to say that, here's my thought. If you're going to say any store is okay to be open at 25% capacity, then you should be, then it should be any restaurant is able to be open right. at 25%. Because you're still doing the same thing. You're creating the same thing. And, I, and, and I think that's what we're just, we're trying to say is be consistent with this stuff. Allow yeah. the restaurants. And, and, and then at the same time, if you want to take the risk. Yeah. Like and, I, I'm good with the risk. Yeah. If I... Honestly, if they said that we can go back to coffee shops at 25% capacity, my ass would be there. Casey made a great point. Because I'm cool with that. Casey made a great point. Hey, can you hook a brother up? Yeah. Casey made a great point to me the other day. Him and I went to uh, Vegas last year for his 40th in December. And when we came back... (laughs) Paul says, I wonder if STD rates are going down. Yeah. When we came back... (laughs) Bro, the glory hole, dude. Remember the glory hole? (laughs) No, I don't! (laughs) Don't don't out me on here. They released... (laughs) Remember they released they released ideas for having sex and they, <laughs> they released like if you want to hook up to use a glory hole. Oh my god! So that you're not face to face with anybody. I heard something yesterday. Are you serious? Our our health department released use a they literally released use a shower curtain between you with a hole in it, and I'm like, 
Is this happening? Yes, yes. I heard something similar the other day where it was talking about if uh, if you're if you're gonna hook up with people, be safe about it. Yeah. And make sure you have a plastic barrier between us. Um, don't don't do any kissing. Um, make sure that <laughs> Magruder Magruder was the one that was like, "Are they proposing like a glory hole?" I'm like, "Yeah." That's... <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I think COVID nineteen is the least of your worries if you're uh, if you're uh, out there swinging around. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, my whole point with the restaurant things is I get the open air, I get the numbers. But if you're going to allow any place to be open at 25% capacity, then restaurants should be included in that. People with small businesses should be included in that. at the 25% capacity. If that's your rule, then it needs to be across the board that that's your rule. And let us assess our own risk. I came back from Vegas last December with Casey and Ryan and, and Aaron, uh, my buddies there, for Casey's 40th birthday. And I'll be doggone. Casey just reminded me this other day. He's like, do you remember how sick we got when we got back? And I was like... Yeah, I just thought it was the alcohol, but it, <laughs> but then again, yeah, it, it, it's, that's another story. Timestamp. Uh, you've seen the pictures. One seventeen. <laughs> Timestamp. You've seen the pictures. <laughs> um, we did. Casey and I both, and I can't remember if Ryan and, and Aaron did, but we both got like sick as we've gotten a long time sick. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just like you know three or four days, like you know. And John, I kind of, I kind of got sick like that too. How you're yeah. describing? He got sick like that. I wonder December. if I already got it. And you know what? I'm. It didn't kill me. So. Uh, Kimberly says it's going to take a hell of a lot more than that. I ended up in the ER two days ago. I spoke with a nurse who said, no, she won't be getting the vaccine. It's optional here in Arizona. She said they have had a lot of cases. She also stated that the daily email from CEO hospital president said, be patient in the next two weeks. We will see the cases down. Fly season will end. Fly season, flu season. Flu season will end. I also have talked with other medical professionals who are the opposite. They are completely freaked out. Arizona is open. Eat at restaurants. Gyms are open. Schools are open. We're on our way. Oh, my gosh. I just got a $49 uh, each-way voucher from Alaska yesterday to go to Arizona. I'm on my way. Oh, my gosh. Well, Kimberly brings up a good point, and I wanted you to poke the bear on this one because I know you're going to poke the bear. And the bear... The bear that I want to be poked, I don't know if it's going to be on the show today. Good morning, Jake Schlatt. I don't know if they're watching, but uh, yeah, COVID ain't shit compared to chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> Measles, <laughs> polio. Truth right there. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the kids going back to school and oh, the fight against it? Dude, you know what's hilarious? <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Oh my God, I got to pull oh, it up. Oh, I love it. I knew I'd poke the I bear gotta on this I got to pull one. it up, dude. Oh, by the way, we got to get back to the vet being shot yesterday. You wanted to oh, yes, that. yes, yes, yes. Um, totally forgot. Yes, Tim, we didn't forget that. So here's the, We didn't forget that, but hey, we won't forget that. Keely, here's the map I got for you. I'm going to send it to you. Um, Christian says, one of my favorite bar and grills is fully open and peacefully protesting bro. Tyrant Inslee. Even, <laughs> even doing karaoke on Friday, Saturday nights. When the kids can finally go back to school, toodaloo, mother... <laughs> see if I can get, let's see if I can show this to everybody. Oh, man, this was one I got yesterday. Oh, we're, I'm trying not to get that light on it. When the kids can finally go back to school, toodaloo, mother... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how do I feel about it? I'm stoked. So, uh, and they announced yesterday, in less than a month, my uh, kindergarten, my first grader will be back five days a week. Ooh, Planet Fitness opened back up today, but only from 9 to 5. Um, the one out here in Graham has the Constitution taped to his front doors, and he's yep. wide open. Yep. Um, so, um, so Jocelyn goes back next week, two days a week. Um, and then the two weeks after that, she gets four days a week. And then two weeks after that, she's at five days a week. Um, and one month from today, essentially, Lainey goes back. Okay. Um, Maddie, we're waiting on an announcement this week. 
Um, I'm excited, dude. I'm so stoked. Like, look, I'll mask them up, dude. I'll, I'll coat them in Lysol before they go. You know, whatever we got to do. The kids need to be around people that are their own age. They're tired of us. You know what I mean? And, I, I dude, don't get me wrong. There's a side of me that loves having my kids home every day. I, I can keep you here and safe right. and not in trouble. But um, they need it. I'm excited. Um, Puyallup School, here in Puyallup, people have been going down to the school district um, every day. Kids have. And pasting letters to the school district doors every day saying let us back in let us back in i think they finally got tired of reading them having to take them down but um so i'm excited dude i'm excited and then i read some bull crap yesterday about <laughs> another school district somewhere opened up and half the teachers didn't show up and i'm like you're fired <laughs> you're fired and i you know and i have friends out there that are teachers and that are on both sides of this and i'm like if you don't want to go back you're fired and and here's the thing well you don't care about my safety and you want me to die never did i say that Never did I say that. And they're like, but what about my livelihood? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. There are plenty of people out there that are going to Amazon and working that are doing other things. You're all comfy, cozy, and your little nest with your guaranteed government paycheck. The rest of us don't get that, okay? The the parents that are staying home to walk, take care of these kids don't get that. Their small businesses that are being shut down don't have this, okay? So you can feel a little bit of the squeeze and the pain if you don't want to go back, find another job. There are plenty plenty of young teachers out there that have been certified in the last two years that don't have jobs that will gladly say i'll go teach these kids so give them a job you go ship boxes at amazon or get yourself an online medical billing thing that you can do i don't care but if you're not going to go back you're fired and i don't care about your union i don't care about anything. it's a job i have a job i can't just sit here and not do anything my teacher friends that are complaining and saying, I and want you, know you to what? die. What? I have to go work to support my family. So if you don't want to go work to support your family and teach your kids, which is what you signed up to do, you're fired. And you know what we have to do when we go out there for our livelihood? We have to mask up. We have to have hand sanitizer. Yeah. We have to make sure everything's wiped down when we leave. Yeah, we get it. But yeah. the, we understand that those are the rules of the game right now in order for us to make a living. Yeah. I, 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 will not, I will not deny for a second that if the government paid me every month to keep my ass at home, Pitt's boy would be binging on every Netflix show there is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't threaten me with a good time. I'll stay home. There's a house I want to see. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see a house today? Yeah, drive by it. Toodaloo, mother. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have that choice. Yo, I got to make sure my kids are fed. I got to make sure the heat is on. I got to make sure they have a roof over their heads. Oh, my so I don't gosh. Have that choice. Ed Keeley. Oh, look at that lever action. Oh, oh my God. That is the next step up from a Red Rider BB gun. Buddy. Nice. Look at that wood stock. I like it. Oh my uh, God. Ed says, I have the Utah permit, so not an issue any longer, but it had expired right before my trip. Christian says, I have a new favorite coffee shop in Enumclaw that is fully open. We are drinking inside the coffee shop and no mess. Christian, don't out them here, but send me a message. I want to know who the coffee shop is. I want to go support him. Uh, Drew says, I think the teachers union is part of the problem. Thank you. That was what I wanted to get to. The teachers union is part of the problem. I'm not completely throwing the union under the bus, but they are part of the problem. Yeah. We've got to start moving forward again. I, I'm going to, I'm going to love with you. They're always part of the problem. Uh, Ed is a cowboy. He's a cowboy, baby. That dude, that dude, that rifle buddy. Yeah. Sweet. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Christian says the solution to all this America saying enough is enough. <laughs> just like just like Lindsey Graham did. Yeah. Lindsey Graham says enough is enough. So I got a buddy. Lindsey Graham, you need to retire. I got a buddy who I was in the Marine Corps with. Um, in his Wait, you served in the Marine Corps? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Goddamn right I did. <laughs> what were you guys doing? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so my buddy Kevin Thompson, who by the way, if you ever, um, he's an actor. He's he's in Hollywood, and uh, he's an actor and a 
He's the guy, he's like just out of his brains, like got, which he wasn't like that in the Marine Corps. Please tell me like, he was like a Hallmark Channel kind of actor. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Yes, I got to find him. Um, he's been in some, <laughs> he's been in a couple bigger movies where he, like, he does like a, you know, a small role, but um, I love the guy. I'm always rooting for the guy, but the funny thing is, too, is he's um he's a model and he's done a lot of like romance novel covers. <laughs> so like one time I was walking through Target and I literally saw him on a shelf, like on a, <laughs> in a fireman's outfit, like no shirt on. And I was like, and I took a picture of it. And I sent it to him like, dude, I got to see this crap in Target. But he posted this the, uh, this morning. Uh, his name's Kevin Caliber Thompson. I don't really watch the news because it typically angers and saddens me, but it is, uh, but it is impossible to avoid uh, what happened yesterday at our nation's capital. So he says, I am a patriot. I am a veteran. I am a conservative. I am a proud white American male. I realize I have white privilege. I don't appreciate it being thrown in my face constantly, but I will acknowledge it. What happened yesterday made me angry, disgusted me, and honestly, I feel embarrassed. I completely support protests no matter what color you are and what you stand for, and that it's your right as an American and you have a reason for being there. Armed vigilantes taking over a Capitol building or any building which stands as the seat of American democracy is inexcusable and unjustifiable. Which, can I, I'm just, I want you to pause there for a second. Yeah. Did they really take over the Capitol building? I don't know they did. I saw people letting them through. I mean, if the if the Congress members were actually able to get back to work, mm-hmm. I don't think, and even my daughter, I, and, I, and I love my daughter, I love... The, the older she gets, well, I'm glad. the older she gets, the more she realizes that everything's not as crystal clear as she thought, thought it was in college. And she sent me a thing yesterday. She says, so how do you like, how you, are you enjoying the coup d'etat? And I responded back to her. I said, if this is a coup d'etat. It's great television. <laughs> well, I, I said, if this is a coup d'etat, then us Americans don't know how to do it right. Yeah. And the people in, at the Boston yeah. Tea Party are pissed off at You'll us. You'll see Venezuela. They get things done Yeah, that's a, that's a coup d'etat. <laughs> this is just a, a uh, circus. <laughs> uh, Anyways, continue. No, yeah. He says, uh, inexcusable and unjustified. They, were, they are rioters and not protesters at that point. They are criminals and should go to jail. Mm. I hope they're punished to the full extent of the law. Same as the those who from summer riots should be punished yeah. to the full extent of law. Yeah. And then he posted a picture of him in uh, D.C. I'll give him a little. I'll give him a little screen time. Um, that's my that our light is going to mess with it. But there it is, my buddy Kevin, great dude. Um, he's got some uh, shows out there on Prime on Amazon Prime, and I watch him just to support him. Um, oh, but, you uh, really like those Hallmark shows? Who you bullcrapping? Um, he does like it. they're they're funny. I'll show you the ones on Prime. But uh, anyways, um, I, you know, and I, I think I, I like what he says because he's like, look, I. I'm a conservative, um, and he's a conservative in Hollywood, um, oh, and he's just luck. like I'm a I'm a veteran, I'm a patriot, I'm also a white American male. I'm tired of having it thrown in my face all the time. I can't, right. I can't. It's like you know, it's like, it's like when minorities like we can't help the color of our skin. Neither can I. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I didn't pick this, and so when you throw it in my face around every corner, when all I'm trying to do is like show this house, and you're like white privilege, you're like throwing yeah. at me like, <laughs> damn it, like. <laughs> It sucks. So, you know, I think he has some good points there. But uh, let me get back to... Um... I just... I, even when he was saying that in his, his comment there about he was disgusted and this, that, and the other, maybe I'm maybe I'm wired differently. I wasn't disgusted. I was upset. But yeah. I wasn't disgusted. Now, I... if they, now, if they had started pushing down statues and spray painting stuff and tearing up uh, the, the actual chamber itself, yeah. then I would be disgusted. There were some idiots. There were some idiots. Like one, like the one guy, like, shown walking out with the pulpit, like the podium, <laughs> which, which, by the way, like, there's a side of that guy that I'm like, legend. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's, he's like, looking oh. right at the camera. No mask on. <laughs> right at the camera. I'm like, you gotta admire his balls. You know what? And you gotta say that the guy that sat in Pelosi's chair, oh, no, yeah, he's... He, I just smoked well, a cigar. Actually, <laughs> actually, what can you do? What what can you charge him with? 
It's public property. It's not her private office. It's public property. No, you really can't charge. We him pay with for anything. it. Like he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. He didn't vandalize anything. Mm-mm. He didn't debase anything. I don't know what he did to get in there, but I'm saying in her office. She said last night in her office wasn't. Damn that crow. Yeah, uh, let me have it. Um, he, she said Jeez. nothing was destroyed in her office. Like freaking Doctor Doolittle. But I'm like, here. that guy's got a story, man. I remember when I was in Pelosi's mm-hmm. office. You know, I got the picture to prove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there I am, yeah. <laughs> there I am with a glass of whiskey. She wouldn't take my meeting, so I just yeah. had to take it myself. <laughs> uh, the pulpit will be on eBay soon. <laughs> if that pulpit doesn't show up in some like that needs to be in the Smithsonian. <laughs> no, 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 no. That needs to be that needs to be in like Uncle Randy's compound somewhere in Idaho. That's what that's what some like cult leader shows up like to talk to his people on like yeah um well let's get back to what tim asked us a while ago and um oh yeah I'll, I'll let you have the the final i thought you wanted to start with it i am gonna start with it um so okay, i found yeah. out found out last night uh you know they had said that a woman had been shot and died and eventually it came out but it didn't come out for an, like an hour later her name ashley babbitt and ashley babbitt's her name she's from san diego and i saw the video yeah and I'm gonna Tough to watch. I'm gonna flat out tell you that was not justified. And the thing is, America, we've seen it. We've seen it over the past year. What we consider to be justified and not justified, that was not justified. She was trying to get through. Now, someone said, "Oh, she's trying to get through a secure area." I don't care. That wasn't justified. She was not a. The only threat that she was was that she was trying to get her person into that area. She didn't have a weapon. Now, again, you can't tell if she's got a bomb in her backpack. I understand that. But. Did she have a backpack on? I saw the flag. Uh, yeah, she had a backpack on. Okay. But the thing is, is that it wasn't. Good morning, Kevin Cruz. A justified thing. And she was murdered. And and I'm just wondering what professional out- athlete out there is going to put her name on their jersey? What professional athlete is going to put out there on their Instagram? Yeah, say her remember name. Remember Ashley. Say her name. This is the hypocrisy of all of it, yeah. you guys. And it drives me absolutely bananas. And the thing is, I don't know about the other three. There were a total of four people that died. I guess the other three were medical, medical emergencies. Medical emergency. What the hell is that? Damn heart attack or something. I don't know. I, you know, and who knows? Maybe it's like COVID-19 where they're 82 years old. I I, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not downplaying that they I lost I just got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not downplaying their deaths, but... yeah. Why Why are we not hearing Ashley's name Bernie more? Says, no why one. are we not talking about her service to our country more? Why is the mainstream media not sharing her story? It's hypocritical. It's bullshit. And I hope, whoever they, I hope they find out whoever it was that shot her because it was not justified. And they, at the very least, manslaughter. This is what we're... It goes, tears me up yeah. to see that. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um... So I saw the video. Um, tough to watch, really. I mean, she's just laying on the floor, dying, blood coming out of her mouth, like you know. And, and you know, yeah, it's uh, you know, they talked to her husband yesterday. Um, he was back home in San Diego. He didn't go with her on the trip. He's like, I don't know why she went in the building. You know, you get excited in those moments, right? And, right. And it's um, you. I, I think a lot of people in those moments end up doing things that they don't necessarily Ed, see themselves doing. Ed says the officer suspended. So that's good. But the thing is, you can... But you suspend every officer. Here's the thing, is that my reaction, I, 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 I don't want to say I completely understand the black community's reaction when they hear an officer suspended, but my reaction to that is bullshit. So let me... Let me suspended? <clears throat> let, me, let me play... It's not a devil's advocate, but let me point out a, a lateral example. How many of you out there 
<clears throat> probably not a lot of people watching our show, but uh, how many people <laughs> out there in general are calling for that kid from Kenosha? Jacob Blake? No. No. No, no, no. no the kid that shot the people. Oh, the, 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 the white kid. Um, anyway, how many people are out there calling for justice and want him to be thrown in the, in the slammer for life for murdering somebody? Okay. Yep. Now. Hey, hold on. Maddie. Yeah. Joey said, ask Maddie about English. Okay, no, 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 we're not putting you on the show. Go back in the house. We'll talk later. No, we'll talk later. Go in the house. Go in the house. Go in the house. You can come out after Rory. No, he's not going to take off right at the show. He always sits there. Go. I'll stick around. Good Lord. So, sorry. Kyle Rittenhouse. Thanks, sorry. Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Kyle, continue there. Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. So everybody out there calling for Kyle Rittenhouse to be thrown in the slammer and all kinds of stuff because he shot and killed a couple of people, right? Yeah, you know, whatever. Like, my, my point on Kyle Rittenhouse from the beginning is, like, he needs to be in trouble for carrying a rifle in the street because he was underage. He, he didn't legally, he wasn't legally possessing the rifle. So that he needs to be in trouble for. But he did fire in self-defense on at least one of them that, that's on video. Mm-hmm. We know that. So that's a different ballgame. But but I'm just saying, as all these people are calling for Kyle Rittenhouse um, to be thrown in the slammer the same people aren't calling for the police officer to be called thrown in the slammer right and it's like but if you're if you want kyle thrown in the slammer then how come not the police officer it was it's all part of a, a riot and all this kind of stuff so uh, tim says <clears throat> it's catch 22 for me federal buildings <clears throat> are the same as bases if someone tries to gain entry into an unauthorized space we are required to take action which i which i i, I, I understand the basis side of it yeah and that's I, a, that's different than the capital I, I i get it tim um I mean, Drew. again, let's talk about last summer. Drew. Why why did they not use a non-lethal way you see what Drew put? to take her out? Do you understand what he means? Uh, he did put down a level three. <laughs> One of them's a level three sex offender, so. Oh. That Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed. Oh. <laughs> so he said he did put down a level three. Oh, okay. okay. So, um, anyway, my point being is this is this. Is what do you think about what he said with uh, with the capital and, and bases and stuff like that? It is, it, it, it's a catch-22. But I, Tim knows this as well as I do. We went through extensive training on how to disarm somebody without shooting them and how to handle situations without discharging a weapon, be that being the last, discharging the weapon being your last um, option available. And so when I watched that video yesterday, there was there was at no point in time that she was a threat or, or the, the last option available was to shoot her. I agree. So he shot her from the front as she was coming through. You could have easily just shoved her back, right? Yeah. You could. Have, there was a thousand other things you could have done. And this goes into the whole hollow ground. Well, we're protecting hollow ground. Since when did a building become more valuable than someone's life? Yeah. Um, and so at the end of the day, whether he's prosecuted or not, he shouldn't be a police officer. If you're so trigger happy that your first option when someone breaks a window and starts coming through is you have to shoot them in the chest. Yep. You shouldn't be a police officer. You are not built mentally to handle the stress of your situation and your and your billet and your position. Tim says rules of engagement. Yep. Yeah, and so, and so therefore, I where where I I'm with Tim on the whole. Eh, it's a catch twenty two. You had a, you had literally you had dozens of other options before that point, and you didn't you you skipped them all and went to shooting. And so whether you're prosecuted or not, turn in your badge and gun. You don't have the salt that it takes. You don't have the salt in you that it takes to be in this position, and so um, you're missing some of the ingredients. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go down this road that I think is ugly, 
um, because it pisses me off. But there are race baiters out there that were saying, well, if those were black people that stormed the Capitol, um, it would have been a lot uglier and a lot a lot more violent stuff like that. I, have you seen the picture of the Black Panthers that no. uh, occupied the Capitol back in 1968, 1969? So, yeah. I mean, that's fake news false. Um, yeah. But the other thing is, is that I'll, I'll go down this ugly road for a second that some of the race baiters have gone down and you can't tell me for a second that if that was a black woman that was shot and killed, if there would not be hell to pay right now. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter about the color. You guys, it doesn't matter if it's not a justifiable killing. It's not a justifiable killing. And that was not justifiable. And just like a couple of, a couple yeah. of the black killings that we've seen over the past year, there's some of them that are, that are not justifiable. And if you want to go so far as to say George Floyd, was not a justifiable killing. Now, that, there's a lot more to that, so I don't really want to unpack they, that. They could be paramilitary from Canada. That's the funniest thing you've ever said, Ed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're assuming that Canada has any aggression in their body. <laughs> Canada's like the... Canada's paramilitary. Like, Canada's like the guy, like your good buddy at the party that will never start a fight unless you're there with him. And then he's like, hey... <laughs> you, you, bro, you got you got me. I'm like, what? what? I'm not, I'm here to have a good time, man. Um, hey, man, I think I'm gonna go through this window. You okay with that? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can you imagine how sad a mother would be? Um, <laughs> mother, you're talking about Canada. All right. So, I so I get what you're saying. VP of uh, VP of the U.S. is in Congress. We don't engage. Uh, we don't engage with people who. I didn't say we don't engage. There are rules, like Tim just pointed out. There are rules of engagement before. You pull the trigger. You pull. You squeeze the trigger, and those were not followed in that instance. And so, there needs to be consequences and repercussions. The other thing I was thinking about this last night, and and my wife, my lovely wife, brought it up to me, is that you have a, a veteran of our country who served our country honorably for all in, for, from everything that I've heard about her about Ashley Babbitt. Um, how can I say this without sounding like a complete dick? Um, there is a side of veterans and, um, uh, you don't spend much time with Canadians. Always Canadians to start the bar fight. Oh well, yeah. Letter Kenny. Yeah. They start the bar fight. Yeah. They start the bar fight. <laughs> Molly says Canadians they don't have the guns. cleaned up after breaking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. 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 Sorry about that. glass on the ground. Sorry. Sorry. We didn't mean to hurt you, but everyone okay? Your feelings okay? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> there are hugs after, but they started. Um, <laughs> so here, uh, yeah, 14 years says Tim, Tim and I, Tim back me up on this, bud. Um, for the most of us that, that served in the military, there is an extreme sense of pride in our service. There is an extreme sense of, um, and I don't want to say extreme, but there is a sense of us that say at times it'd be like, we don't want to hear your opinion. You didn't serve. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there is a side of us that are, we take our service very seriously and, and we take a lot of pride in it. And there's a side of us that, that has a chip on our shoulder when we have, when someone who doesn't, has not served our country tells us how we should think. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. And so I can imagine that this woman going back to what we said earlier, about getting to a point where things boil over when you don't feel like you're being listened to. I can imagine that this woman got to a point that she's like, I'm a conservative woman. 
you're trampling all over my beliefs. You're trampling all over my, and telling me I don't have a right to live my life the way I want to, even though you're telling me that I have to acknowledge your right to live the way you want to. Mm -hmm. I served 14 years in this country for the right to do what I want. And the right for you to do what you want. I'm done. I'm done. And there is a point, I think, with all of us. uh, There you go, Tim. Um, Thanks, bud. There is a point with all of us, I think, that have served that we get to a point where it's just like, we don't want to hear your opinion. You didn't fight for it. And when you sit here and tell me, a lot of times people, well, I, I have a right. You have a right because of things that people like Tim and I and other and, and people who have died, you know, Drew have done. Drew's on here. Um, it, it's not inherent. It's not intrinsic. You don't just get it just because you were born. You, you do because you were born an American and that came at a price. Okay. And so I can imagine that Ashley Babbitt got to a point where she's like, I'm tired of listening to these jackasses who've never served our country. Tell me how I, how, what my rights should be. Yeah. And now I'm going to do something about it. And so I can feel her, her angst and her, her anger probably getting to a point where she's like, I'm breaking into the Capitol. It doesn't represent me anymore. And I fought for this country. And so, and that, that's a tough, tough place to be. And, and, um, I, I deal with it a lot and I'm sure Tim does and Drew does where we listen to people tell us we're wrong or we don't, or, or, or we don't have a right to say something or believe something or whatever. And I'm like, hold on. How long did you serve? You know, and I saw a couple people. On, if any of that makes any sense. On Twitter. And Twitter is a dumpster fire. I get that. And it's also sometimes entertaining. But I saw some people post on there, basically play stupid games, win stupid prizes for her. And I thought, on one hand, you're right. Yeah. But at the same time, she didn't deserve There's, to die for no, making your voice hook. She didn't. But I'll say this. And this is the same thing. Like, we signed up. Tim signed up. I signed up. Drew signed up. Knowing the inherent risks of the job, right? There's yep. a chance that that could lead to us dying for for our service. Um, there is a side that, you know, look, you have elevated your risk of bodily injury and possibly death by your actions. She had to know that. Oh, yeah. She's not, she's not dumb. She was in the military. She understands this. And so there is... Um, oh, we'll get to that, Ed. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't even, I don't even think I have to make a tinfoil hat for what I think. So, uh, you know, so she has to know that. And is she, she has to know that she's at more risk going into the Capitol than she is standing on the street and she, you know, protesting and also that she's at more risk standing in the street than she was back at home running her business in San Diego with right. her husband. And that's the thing is she, she know she knew that risk. She knew. So I, I get, mean, cause honestly, you know, I, I, I make light of the fact that I would have been in Washington DC yesterday to protest as well. Yeah. But I wasn't. Yeah. You know why? Because I wasn't willing to take that risk. It's not gotten, for me personally, it's not gotten to a level where I'm ready to get out there and start protesting like a mofo. She was. And she knew the risk. I'm not willing to take yeah. those risks yet. Yeah. I really hope I don't have to. Um, and so, it, it, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to, <laughs> COVID 19. I'd like to say something here that. Yes, Ed, I, you're right. Civil disobedience has a price. Totally, it could be it could be uh, totally you know, tear gas in your eyes. It could be being arrested. It could be losing your life. You're right. There is a I, there well, is a price. My point is is I, I I think that she knew the risk, and she knew that that was possibly the end result. And it you know and she took the risk. That doesn't mean that the officer gets to get a walk away unpunished. Um, and so um, there's that. Um, here's the funny thing that I'd like to remind people of. Um, everyone always talks about, you know, like call out the national guard yesterday. Like I heard some people call out the national guard, call in the army, call in the Marines, like all that kind of stuff. 
the military for the most part is like 70 or 80 percent conservative and they really don't give a crap about you like <laughs> you know it's like I, i've had liberal friends be like yeah well the military will make sure that this doesn't happen when you're in the military drew tim back me up on this you you fight for the man on your left and your right you serve for the woman on your left and your right it's not for you're not thinking about america you're not thinking about you know all the, the constitution necessarily you think about the person on your left and your right the people that you spend every day with serving and, and protecting and making sure that joe bag of donuts gets to go home to his wife and kids um that's what you you fight on behalf of that honestly when you are you've been in it for a while means more to you than the american ideology is, is your brothers and sisters that you serve with and so if it got really crazy and we ended up at, you know i heard civil war thrown around a lot yesterday You would be hard-pressed, I think, on the liberal side of things to think that you're going to get the military on your side. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Because um, I got news for you. All the, all the people sitting over there on the Joint Chiefs of Staff, you know, and the Commandants and all this kind of stuff, they're not liberals. <laughs> and, like, they believe in the American ideal, but push comes to shove. They're not on your side. And and I'm not saying this to like freak anybody out or whatever, but I'm just saying like is like you have to remember that the people you call on that you scream for help don't disenfranchise them so far to the point where they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, no." I almost feel like that if uh if liberals were to start a civil war, like they would be the kid in class that would that would shoot the spitball. They would the, have Ed and then a bunch of people throwing tampons at each other. Like this. <laughs> it would be like um the, the scrawniest kid in the class throwing a spitball at Ken Henningsen. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys understand that reference. You, you Bulldogs know. <laughs> if not, you look up the cover of the Kitsap Sun Sports in the mid-90s where Ken Henningsen is trucking <laughs> over some poor, innocent soul. And that, and that poor, innocent soul that he's trucking is like 6'3". Oh, <laughs> like, um, uh, I want to get back to, I think it was Ed that was asking about conspiracy theories. And here's my thought, Ed. I, I said it in my rant earlier that probably nobody could hear because I was screaming like a banshee. I, I'm, I'm very suspicious about what happened yesterday. Where there was a protest, everything was fine and dandy. I gave people an out. And then, and then all of a sudden, some of the gates were open to let people through. And only a handful of people actually caused um, some destruction there. I just, I find it very interesting, I find it very interesting that before all of this happened, they were starting the process, they were starting with Arizona, and... Bye. Hey buddy, have a great day. See you dude. I love you. Have fun at school. No. Hold on. In my car. Behind the door in our closet. Yeah. Bye! Um... I, th I find it very convenient and very interesting that the the joint session was starting to go through the mm -hmm. ballots. They were at Arizona. Arizona was the first one that was be, con be contested. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, this break-in happens and everybody gets ushered out of there. Mm -hmm. And this this big travesty and the media makes a big deal out of it. And oh my gosh, the sacred ground and all this kind of stuff. And then hours later... They regain control of the capital, yeah, and they get back to work to reconvene. Ed, I'm going to answer your question in a minute. And they reconvene, and all of a sudden, you 
you have all these people that were staunch gonna fight against some of these results and now all of a sudden they're like based off of today's actions i can no longer have a, an exception to the results and i'll the the senator <laughs> was it the senator from uh georgia the one who lost loffler i don't know if you had a chance to listen to her but yeah. but her what she said yesterday was it was the most wussy thing I have yeah. heard. Like, based off of today's actions, I just can't conceive going forward with, with contesting this. Mm -hmm. I, again, if you believe the election was fair, if you believe it was fraud, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. I just find it very convenient that there was all this piss and vinegar from the Republicans before it happened. And then it happened. And it wasn't really that big of a deal What's... in the grand scheme of things. And now all that piss and vinegar is gone. And... Boom! We're going to just go ahead and do the ceremonial sacred duty of, of reading off the electoral vote. Funny so, yeah, so I think there's a conspiracy there, Ed. I really do. Funny thing is, too, is a lot of people are like, oh, if you really think that that's what our country would do, is, is like create these situations. Blah, blah, blah. Have you heard of the CIA? I know. I always mention that. I'm like, I'm like I, was, I, worked with, I, worked with, I worked with media relations for a while when I was in the Marine Corps and had to talk to like news press conferences. <laughs> I know what actually happened compared to what we told the media. Exactly. Like, so, uh, Ed says, funny note based on the Ken comment, seventh grade playing basketball and Ron Matthews fouled me. I think it was an elbow right to the nose. Pissed me off. Got in his face. He grabbed me and told me he was going to give me one chance to back off before he knocked me out. And I had been over to his house enough to know his pop taught him how to box. <laughs> yeah. Um, we always had, we always had, a, Mike Crabb had a moment with Ken Henningsen where he was uh, going to try to do harm to him. And Ken actually, I was there and Ken actually told him like, Hey bud, um, I'm gonna give you a couple minutes to rethink this, and I'm like, "Hey, but you need to rethink this." You like, know, yeah. You know, I think we've all had our Ken Henningsen moment. I remember having it my freshman year playing football, and uh, I he did something I didn't like, and I can't remember. It was really something yeah. small, just picking on the freshman kind of thing. And I I tried to get up in his face, and he just kind of gave me that look of I got my step stool, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just kind of looked at me like his look just said, yeah. "You don't want to go down that road," and I'm like. Oh. You know what? And you know what? God <laughs> Clarity just came over me. <laughs> yeah. God rest his soul, Ken Henningsen, the salt of the earth, world-class guy. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. He, there was not, as, as big, as intimidating, as scary as Ken can be, there was not a bone in his body that wanted to do you Well, harm. you know he has a good heart if he's giving you a chance to back yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Ken was a lesser man, he would have murdered you on the spot. So, oh, my gosh. All right. Um, so, okay, so we're going to go back here a little bit. Ed says, do you think the military members would break their oath if one side... Uh, so here's the thing about oaths, Ed. Um, you don't, you only, the, the, the citizens only know the oath that we, that we put our hand on the Bible and give to protect our country. There's a lot of general military general orders and, and things within the UCMJ that are contrary to the oath in the sense that we are to, one of our general orders, we are to obey all lawful general orders. And there is wiggle room within the UCMJ. And I worked, um, I, I worked in legal. Um, there are, and I'll tell you a story. There are, there is wiggle room within the UCMJ for you to be insubordinate and not follow and, um, and to disobey a general order. If you think it's the right thing to do at the general order you're being given to. And so to, in short, yes, I do think that they would break their oath. Um, do I think that they would start a civil war? No, that's not what I'm saying, but your question. So I don't think they would start happy new year, Carly. I love it. Drew says I would. I would have left an upper decker. In I know. I saw bathroom. that. <laughs> uh, could Paul Terry have taken that uh, North Mason High School one? Paul Terry was. What, 
I don't know what he means. You have to. You have to. Uh, Christian says, "I think the exact thing, same thing, Rory, about the timing of the break-in." Yeah, very convenient how that happened. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, Christian says, "Yeah, JFK was shot by the single guy in the building." Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can go down that. So when I was in, too. when I was in the Marine Corps, I had a uh, colonel spit you in your helmet. Yeah, I think Ken did that. I remember that. <laughs> I had a. I had a colonel. Her name was Kathleen Murney. Colonel Murney. This woman. Um, I should post a picture of her. Uh, this woman was not one to be crossed. She was about six foot, six foot one, just flaming hot red hair. She had a jaw just square. So she didn't have a soul. Dude. <laughs> our battalion, our sergeant major, who was a six six intimidating muscle bound man, did not cross Colonel Murney. And now that being said, she'd be the first to bring you in cookies and invite you over to her house. Like, but you knew not to be on her bad side. And I saw what happened to people who were on her bad side. <laughs> she was in Iraq commanding as the commander of her troops. And she disobeyed a general order for a movement. Because she looked at it all and said, if I do this, I'm going to put my troops in a crop. We're going to lose people. And she refused it. Refused it twice. She lost her command because of it. And, um, and, was, and was reassigned because of it. But she ended up being right. And it was rectified later with her um, for her retirement and all that kind of stuff. So, so I guess that was the question I was going to ask you. Is so, so something like that where she loses her command? Do they do an investigation on that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so then they they confirmed that actually she did the right thing. Well, so she could have lost rank. She could have lost you know any number of things. Her career completely. Um, and in the moment she was relieved of command and reassigned, and then investigation was done. She was proven to be right, and they, and they said okay. You still disobeyed, so you lost your command, but you're not going to lose any rank. You're not going to lose anything. You're not going to be punished, and so any further. Um, and so there is room within the UCMJ for you to disobey commands. There's, and I'm not saying that they would ever, to, to your point, Ed, would start a civil war. What I'm saying is that if control is not gotten and, and, and aisles are not reached across and some unity is not brought and civil war broke out, people in the military... Fight for the, their values and the values of their brothers and the sisters on their left and their right. And if you're trampling on those values, they're not going to be on your side, yep. is my point. So that's that's where I was getting to. So, yes, and I do believe that they will... Buddy, I worked in legal. People disobeyed their oaths and rules all the time. Like, <laughs> you're talking about, for a large part, portion, you're talking about a ragtag bunch of guys that are there instead of doing something else with their life. <laughs> like, so, um, yes. Anyway. Um, and if you think that they're... Most of them are signing up to serve this country because they believe in your values. You got another thing coming, man. It's, it's you know. Anyway, we are very proud of our service and proud of serving our country. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's it's really about um, those you serve with. So well, and I'll be I'll tell you from a civilian point of view, we're extremely proud to have you guys have served, and and uh, I think a lot of us understand our responsibility as civilians to honor that service and to. You know, to speak up when we need to speak up and to shut up when we need to shut up and, and to be able to have this platform where we can give our opinion out here for two hours and you can share your opinion for two hours and not have to worry about going to a guillotine or yeah. being hung. I mean, yeah. the fact that you guys all fought in a war, not in a war, but you fought for our rights to be Americans. You know, as a civilian, we have to understand that is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. And it goes back to when I hear other countries tell us about how what happened in Washington, D.C. was a disgraceful or disgusting or whatever. Shut up. Just I, I don't I don't care. I care. I care about what fellow Americans 
think about the entire situation. Yeah. I don't I don't care about what Boris Johnson or Justin Trudeau or Or any you other... think. What's that? I said or you. <laughs> I didn't get on Facebook once yesterday. I'm so glad I didn't because it was just filled with, I did it for you. It was filled with twenty one hundred idiots that I have as friends on Facebook giving me their opinion. I don't care. So I don't care. <laughs> I I was literally thinking to myself, I'm like, Lord have mercy. I, I just said 2,100 idiot friends on Facebook. I don't think you're all idiots. Um, I'm gonna. I, I bet you when I go on there, it's a lot less after this show. But that's fine. Um, but um, my my point being is that um, the one thing I cannot stand, dude, is uh, with social media, and this is why I didn't go on it at all yesterday while things were going on, is that um, everyone thinks it's there for their opinion to be heard by the world, and like. I I could give a crap less about your opinion. Like, I mean, in a one-on-one setting, you as a friend, yes. Do I think that you should be on there spouting out what you think about what happened yesterday? No. No one cares. <laughs> like, we're doing it right now. <laughs> I know. I know. But the thing, the thing that is different to me about this, and you guys can say I'm hypocritical for this, but the thing is, is that this gives us a platform to interact with you guys yep. and, and give and take. And it starts conversations, not just blindly posting. You will never see me like yesterday, just blindly posting. Oh, this is what I think about this, oh. and then walking away. That's what irritates me. Um, I freaking love your rabbit, dude. Your rabbit is chasing the I chicken. <laughs> Ed, next time this happens, I will tag you on all my posts. Don't want you to miss out on anything. I st- <laughs> That's funny, dude. It, the thing was, I still won't see him. You know how many people tagged me in things yesterday or whatever, or texted me and I just didn't read them? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm really good at shutting everything you out. You read them. <laughs> I'm really good at shutting everything out. So, uh, and uh, yeah, what, did I say? what did I say yesterday? Ed says, wait, that's what social media is for. It's our soapbox, but you don't have to read or listen, but that's exactly what social media I know. is. I know. It's, I know. It's such Which a... Which is why I just shut it down. Yeah. It's just funny because it gives people an inflated sense of, like, importance. Yeah. They're on there like, oh, hold on, something's going on. There's a thousand people that want to know what I think on the matter. Like, no, we don't. Listen, Kardashian. No, no don't. they no. don't. <laughs> That's why when you do say something stupid on Facebook about yesterday, you got two likes. But when you post a picture of your kid, you got 137. Exactly. Like, that's what people care about. Um, what did I say yesterday? What did I say yesterday? I don't you know. guys say, Greg. <laughs> uh, so. Joey says, the thing I love about this show, there is respect. Respect is what America has lost. I agree, man. I absolutely agree. Uh, Joe says, but if stuff happens here, it will it will be a different situation. Uh, Joe says, military guys getting sent abroad is one thing. But, oh, okay. Uh, military guys getting sent abroad is one thing, but if stuff happens here, it will be a different situation. I'm unemployed sucking off the government's teeth still, so I spent all day posting. Hey, I know you bro, did. hashtag jealous. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Oh, here it is. This is what I said. Every You guys are all talking about this, all these posts flying back and forth, and then I responded with, there's a strong side of me just sitting back, watching things unfold, mentally designing my compound, checking off my supply list, and playing the Weaver Bill of Rights, and realizing I was born for this chaos. F it. Let's roll. <laughs> Only I didn't say F it. Um, <laughs> and I, you, guys, you know, it's funny because we, we laugh about it, but, but then there's a side of me, I'm like, I'm kind of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Y'all think I'm kidding. I know. That's why I'm laughing. I know he's not kidding. <laughs> so, oh, man. I was, yeah, I was... 
pricing out my wall some materials and he was know. digging his moat yesterday oh yeah <laughs> outfitting my kids with uh, their rifles so <laughs> drew says but i want to know what happened in english class today yeah well yeah we'll talk <laughs> we'll about find it out soon so <laughs> i see i say we wrap it up man. yeah i can't think of anything else i think we got our point across hey truly i know i sit here and i complain about social media and everything but i, I look at this as different than posting because it gives us a chance to interact with you guys i appreciate everything you brought ed i appreciate you challenging us today oh absolutely um, challenging our thinking um the rest of you i appreciate you with agreeing with everything we say um and uh, <laughs> um tim drew uh if you're still on here love you guys thanks for your service um again congratulations to the beardens on their baby congratulations to the reynolds on their um expecting baby um and luke Kiefer, we love you and we're praying for you buddy you got this anything else you got yeah i would say if you're liberal out there or you lean liberal um take a moment and look at the other side of, i hate to, like you said i hate to say it but look at the other side of the aisle and if you're conservative out there take a deep breath just kind of calm down the thing is we're all americans we all want the same thing the the american dream and whatever that is it's different for everybody else but the thing is is that we're all americans if we just can take a deep breath and then come together and work through it and compromise yeah don't shove anything down either side's throat but just we're all americans and i don't want to get all mushy hallmark at the end but man for you people that irritate me i love you and for you people that just agree a little with, bit less than I love others. Yeah, and for the people that agree with us, I really love you. Yeah, I really. It's a love affair with you. But I mean, ultimately, yeah. ultimately, you're invited to the compound I'm planning. Here's the thing: is that anybody that anybody who thinks that we're gonna have a civil war, just think for one second: if we were to be invaded by another country, would you not go up in arms with your fellow American to fight against that invader? Hell yeah, I would. I would be the first one to be right next to Ed fighting against a foreign enemy without a doubt so we're americans you guys we'll get through this and i guess the final thing i'm going to say is hold our representatives accountable yeah republican democrat it doesn't matter and if you're sick and tired of the bullshit that's going on it's okay to rise up and protest ed my compound has room for one liberal and i'm, I'm extending it to you first <laughs> whether you want it or not we got to have one just to kind of level the things out a little bit and and to laugh out when they say something that's ridiculous and no, i'm just kidding but love you thanks for challenging us today guys thanks for everything uh appreciate it um you guys are all going back and forth which is great i appreciate tim says um thanks for your service as well he also said uh something about the forum i really yeah he says yeah it's a great forum thanks Thanks, Tim. That's that's really what we want, man. We want to we we, we want to use this not only obviously for Rory to explode and get his blood pressure worked up, but also <laughs> see nobody died today. <laughs> I know, but also just to just to interact with you guys. And, Didn't have to use my AK and everybody. So we appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> you thank God. You're welcome, buddy. Um, as long, but you got to bring your Xavier McDaniel poster. <laughs> Tim says I kind of want to know what happened in English class too. <laughs> the suspense is killing we'll me. We'll talk about it next week. It gives you a reason to come back next next week on Days of Our lives <laughs> as the world turns <laughs> love you guys be good see you next time that was wonderful bravo i loved that oh, it was great well it was pretty good well it wasn't bad well there were parts of it that weren't very good it though. could have been a lot better i didn't really like it it was pretty terrible it was bad it was awful was terrible. get him away hey boo, boo. <laughs> end of line